up being a fan of warm weather. I would say when I was younger, uh, even up through my like uh, mid to late 20s, I'd be like, oh man, the warmer it is outside, the better for me. But now I check the forecast for the next week and I saw on Tuesday in the great state of Oklahoma, it's going to be 109 degrees. And that's without any type of uh, anything else coming into to play, right? So it could actually feel like 112 to 9,400 degrees. Yeah. Like it's all the same at a certain point, you know? Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know what the weather's been, and I love talking weather. Uh, of course. <laughs> but uh, it hasn't rained here in like, oh God, it's been about 100 days. And you guys are in, and you guys are in like Texas, a, right? Yeah, we've had like mm-hmm. a month of like over 100 degree temps. Yeah. Damn. Like, I think it's only stayed below 100, like, two days out of the past month. It's funny you guys are talking about the weather because it's literally thundering outside right now. Ooh. Is it? Yeah. You and I are in the, in, you and I are, are uh, in adjacent towns, and it is, like, bright, shiny skies over here where I am. Really? Yeah, it's supposed to rain, like, briefly. Like, I, I don't even know if we'll get any actual rain, but it's there was, like, a 30% chance. But, I know, I can hear a little bit of thunder, but it's probably so far off that we're not going to get any of it. It'll it'll rain just enough to create mist, like a lower yeah. level of mist <laughs> hovering just above your house. Then the sun will come house. out, and it will create a humid death trap. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I work outside um, half of the time, and, yeah... I, I wear a bandana to catch all the sweat, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I, you probably can't see it now, but I'm getting a tan line like just on the bottom <laughs> half of my face. <laughs> they call that the Steve Vai. <laughs> Do you wear sunblock? No. Brown. No. Okay. Well, you know. <laughs> That's for white I, people. I've made that mistake before as well. <laughs> no, I, no, I definitely, <laughs> yeah, I, I learned the hard way that I should mm-hmm. at least put on a... Something, but he does. Yeah, he does. He's saying he's learned that he should. I've learned that he should. Yeah, you can learn something without actually falling through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you are choosing not to to execute on that lesson. Yeah. Yeah, he comes home every day and complains about being itchy from sunburn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and because not, I am a very good. white person, we have plenty of sunscreen in our house. So. Mm-hmm. I don't like being slimy. That's the other thing. I don't. That that is true, especially when you hop in the shower later and you've got a mixture of like sunblock and sweat that it just kind of peels off of you. Yeah. That's that's fucking gross. And, but and that skin that's peeling off as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But don't you feel good afterwards? Like I spent all day out in the sun yesterday swimming and all that kind of shit and then getting in that shower and like getting into some warm or some, you know, nice clothes, comfy clothes. I, I gotta take pleasure where I can get it these days. <laughs> I don't ever leave the house, so like, I mean, little yeah. things make me happy. To be fair, I have a, I have a fairly decent job, and yeah, I get out. Bef- the heat of the day is technically probably from like two o'clock to six o'clock, and I yeah, I'm I'm wrapping up my day at two o'clock. So oh, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the hardest or the hottest part of the day is already set in. Yeah, yeah. That's that's when I'm looking for my stopping point. Two o'clock comes around, I'm like looking for. All right, let's let's wrap this day up, and then I head home. Just crawl under your car. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing, yeah, I'm guessing we were. This is still technically a heat dome, right? I've heard that word. 
it's like a heat what dome. What is that? Where it's like the the it basically creates like a a, a heat dome um, <laughs> around <laughs> like a certain just area. Um, just keep saying that. We'll all get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on. A dome. Oh, of a heat. heat dome. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Picture a dome, like a bio and dome. inside it gets hot. Polish ore. Okay, uh, got it. No, but uh, yeah, like there's supposedly like where it just lingers and it can like. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't be talking about this. I don't know enough about it. <laughs> no, but it, 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 it's something to do with uh, uh, where weather and patterns just kind of get locked up and it just gets hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter. I think you're referring to like the drought causing more drought. Right. Yeah. 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 That, that that has something to do with it. Like where it, it 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 needs rain to cool off, but it can't get cool enough to produce like the clouds that produce yeah, rain. Yeah. So it just yeah. yeah. Great. <laughs> we we're we're all gonna die. In I yeah. I said at the start of this, I love talking about the weather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I work outside. I look at the weather every day. We watch the mm-hmm. news every evening. <laughs> I watch the weather. I work with plants too, and I have for ten years. So I, I I pay attention to the weather. I watch I watch other people's yards and and their plants. I mean, yeah. Like I didn't know what a weed was until ten years ago, and now I know all the weeds. Hell yeah, dude! Dude, oh shit, yeah, dude. Uh, well, I just thought it was significant because that is like the highest temperature I've seen living here in in oklahoma uh I, i've never seen it get up to like 109 but like i guess the this weather is like following gas price increases thanks biden God, oh gas God. prices are going down are they no are they not there oh man ours no are, i've asked them to stay i'm like I'm, I, I feel comfortable I, this is this is keeping some of the the cheaper folks off the road if you catch my drift i'm like i, I can't yeah yeah. I drive two Lexuses everywhere. I ride them like roller skates. I'm like, I, I don't, I don't need these other miscreants on the road. Well, it's ours funny. Ours have dropped like a dollar in the past month. Not a dollar, but like seventy five cents. It's like oh, under wow. four, under four dollars now, and it was Dang. like wow. four sixty something, four seventy a month ago. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I had I had this like late ass reaction to high gas prices where I, uh, I you know, I had my my accident. And then it took me like maybe oh, yeah. 15 days after that to where I got the okay to drive. So I like, I got my, I like went around town and I, <laughs> I had to get gas. I was like, holy shit, gas prices are high. And I texted my wife and she was like, yeah, I know. It's been like this. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I guess I'm like late to the party on this, you know? Let's worry about your asymmetrical face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, you look too much like a Picasso painting. Maybe, maybe worry about that instead of four dollars for gas but you know it is what it is i work in the oil and gas industry sadly and uh with the high gas prices it's like a party now because we're like we're making tons of money and everybody else is bitching about it and thanks uh, for the oil us. gas industry is really happy right now hey I, I fill up my car once every other month because i don't i work from home and i never leave the house so mm-hmm. um gas prices do not affect me in the slightest yeah, uh, except to make me more money, to be honest. Yeah, I work. It's a it's a seven minute drive, so I fill my get my car up once a month. Oh yeah, that's easy. Yeah. Well, I work twenty six miles away. So. Damn. And in Dallas time, that's what three hours. Yeah, it takes about forty five minutes to get to from work to, to work and then from work. Uh, but I'm shielded by the fact that I don't ever fucking look at gas prices. 
When people started complaining about how high gas was, and I I don't remember what they were complaining about, but I like asked someone, I was like, what was it before? <laughs> <laughs> what could a banana cost? Ten dollars? <laughs> <laughs> it was sort of that. It was sort of that. I mean, we're not affluent, but we do okay. And so there was a point that, yeah. Every time, no, like that quote runs through my head. Like every time someone complains about something being expensive when I just don't know the price of it or yeah, like whatever, like that quote always comes to mind. Such a great show. (laughs) So our son got a job, his first job ever, and he's working and like, uh, we've been asking like what he's gonna spend his money on. He's like, I'm not working for the money. <laughs> he's he's just working. <laughs> so they, he just what wants something fuck? to do. <laughs> Holy shit! <What? laughs> Wild. These zoomers, you know. Yeah. Oh, which reminds me. Um, here, probably in about ten minutes, I'm gonna very stealthily sneak away to go make sure that he gets up for work. Okay. What is he right. doing? Is he? He works at a Cinemark. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I always yeah. wanted to work that's at a, a first job. theater. That'd be awesome. Me too. Mm. I always thought it'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm a huge cinephile, and from what he describes, it's not as fun as I. I, I would make it more fun than he what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> Although it does sound like a very chill job. Yeah. Don't they get like free uh, like preview screenings of movies and whatnot? They might. He gets like unlimited movie tickets in a month. So if he shows up, he oh, can, right. yeah. We went to go see John Carpenter's The Thing. It was a 40th anniversary, and they did a re release. And we went with him. And when we got, got up to the box office, he showed his badge. And they gave us all four tickets for nothing. Then we went up to the concession. And they, they only charged us for one drink and gave us all our concession for free, other than the one drink that nice. we paid. Which he gets, he's supposed to get, I think, like half off concession. Like, he gets a good deal there anyway. Mm-hmm. So then we go to the movie, and we're waiting there, and it's 20, 30 minutes go by, and the movie hasn't started. So then they come in, and okay, we're having technical difficulty. Here's free passes. So then they gave us free, <laughs> so they gave us free passes because the movie was delayed. And then, and they said, "Also, go back to the concession, get whatever you want for free." But uh, I think we did go get some free stuff. But, anyways, then another thirty minutes goes by, and they're like, "Okay, the movie's not going to work. <laughs> Here's more free passes." Damn. And on your way out, go get more stuff from the concession. Go by the box office and get your money back. Yeah. So we didn't pay for the movie, but we did sit there and just chill for an hour. <laughs> yeah. Got a ton of free stuff. We got eight free movie passes and some free Did you ever get to go back and see see the thing? I've seen it. That, yeah. I mean, well. we came home and just bought it on Amazon because our kids had never seen it. So, But, but uh, yeah, that was like the last showing of it. It only because they only showed it two days. They showed it on a Sunday and then the Wednesday, and we tried to go on Wednesday and yeah, yeah. So since you couldn't see the thing, did they offer you to go into a different theater and watch a different movie? No, like that old Fantastic Four movie (laughs) that has a character called the Thing in it, played by Michael Chiklis. I knew something was coming. (laughs) It was like almost ten o'clock by this point. So have you been into a theater when when it malfunctioned? Yes, yeah, a long time ago, I went to go see uh, <laughs> Drop Dead Fred with my mother. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent and, choice. And, th- 
And uh, it, there wasn't a delay, but like partway through the movie, uh, I think maybe like halfway through the film, back when there was like an actual like yeah. film reel that was involved, it uh, burned up. Yeah. And so there was like maybe a 15 minute uh, stop down where they had to go and like re-spool it or whatever did, and then it, it like picked up and we finished it. Did you see it melt on the screen like Gremlins yeah. 2? Like Gremlins 2, yeah. <laughs> I was like, is this like a Gremlins 2 bit? But no, it was, yeah. like it actually happened. <laughs> the Hulkster stood up and... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hulk Hogan was going to take really, care I of think, that shit. I think God was doing you a favor with that one. <laughs> <laughs> so my extremely religious aunt took her daughter to go see Drop Dead Fred and they accidentally, because it came out at the same time, they accidentally went into Freddy's Dead, Nightmare on Elm Street 6. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And they watched half the movie before they realized. Holy shit. Yeah. I went and saw Last Night in Soho uh, last year, I guess it was, when it came out. And uh, it was in that... Uh, the Dolby Atmos one where it's like you know got a bunch of specialized speakers and like yeah. mixes and stuff and the only speakers that were playing were the ones that were directly behind the screen and like it wasn't the voice track so you uh -huh. would just hear like <laughs> muffled like little bits of muffled music and things and at first I was like well this is this is fucking weird what the hell and I went out and I'm like hey I think something's messed up with the with the, the sound in here and he's like no no the first 20 minutes are like that and I was like, well, what? Edgar Wright's a weird guy, <laughs> so maybe, okay. So I went back in, and, w and I was looking at my watch, and I'm like, okay, 30 minutes have gone by, and this is still, like, unintelligible. And so I went back out, and there were, like, two other people from the theater that were going out with me that went up and complained, and the guy's like, no, 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 it's fine, it's, don't worry about it, 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 it works. We're like, no, we can't hear, <laughs> we can't hear what anyone is saying. Mm -hmm. And so that happened a few times, and then at one point, we're just sitting there, and they just crank the speakers behind the screen all the way up so they're like oh shrieking at you so like you still can't actually hear anything that's happening it's just like ear piercing like shrieks in your brain and they never fixed it and so at the end of it i go back out and i'm like look guys we couldn't understand the movie this was crazy like, <laughs> you watched the whole movie yeah, <laughs> because they kept I, I went out there like four or five times to be like, guys, the sound is fucked up and you just turned it up. And now it sounds like even worse. And like, I know audio enough to know, like, and I, I like looked up the Atmos thing and I'm like, I can tell you right now, it's just the channels aren't all working. Like, I can promise you, I don't know exactly, but the channels aren't working correctly. Like, it should be a fairly easy fix. And then maybe the last five minutes, they, they like, turned on and all the channels came on. You could hear everything. And I was like, okay, fucking finally, they did this. And, um, but we, we, we left, and they were right there giving everybody, like, free, free ticket passes. And I was like, okay, whatever. And I called back the next day, and I was like, hey, this is crazy. The sound wasn't working. They're like, well, come in. We'll give you some more free tickets. They ended up giving us four extra. So we got six free tickets out of that one bad movie showing and uh, so that was pretty great but yeah. the movie was <laughs> as far as Edgar Wright movies go it's not my favorite but uh, I, I do mm -hmm. I still love Edgar Wright I, so. I like I liked Last Night in Soho um, we went and saw It chapter one the first one well, I mean, we did see that. Yeah. I don't know well, where we, your story's going well we saw it it, it, <laughs> it messed up yeah uh, I, I don't know if you've seen it but yeah right they like the 
chubby kids like at the library and a headless things throwing eggs oh. at him or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it like it's like a really it's actually one of the scarier scenes in the movie, but it like yeah yeah it's crapped out on us and they gave us free passes, but we were at a studio movie grill, you know, and they like uh, it's a restaurant slash movie theater. So you, we had ordered drinks and food, and <laughs> so we had all this stuff, and we ate our dr- ate our food and our drinks and stuff. But then twenty minutes into the movie, we didn't, uh, we, we weren't able to see it. So we got our free passes. But then I called them the next day. I was like, "Hey, man, like we ordered all this food and shit, and yeah, I mean, I, it was only twenty minutes in, so yeah, we didn't eat all of it. We mm-hmm. didn't drink everything." It's like we wasted all this money that we wouldn't have spent had we not come to this show. And yeah, they gave mm-hmm. us like another forty dollars in gift cards or whatever. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. I went to see a movie one time, I can't remember the two movies, but I went to see a movie one time in like the late nineties and the film ate just like Gremlins Two, right there mm-hmm. in the last five minutes of the movie. <sighs> the, the, the film just ripped apart and yeah, you know, we didn't get to see the last five minutes. And then I went back with my free pass and it happened again on the second movie. <laughs> really? Yeah. Do you remember the movies? I do not. Do oh. not. I think one of them might have been Chicken Run. <laughs> <laughs> the other was Showgirls. It was like a, a weird double feature that you had, but yeah, that works. All right. Well, uh, I guess we can go ahead and start the show. You know, might as well. Yeah. Chicken Run and Showgirls. I think we, we got it all in there. So we're doing it. I'm uh, I'm Brent. Uh, Stephen Fisher is uh, is not on the episode today, as you can tell. He uh, look, he he did a good job of holding down the fort while I was gone. I did he? No. I yeah, he did. Eric, don't take that away from him. Uh, and uh, you know, I was, I was grateful for it. I was like, eh, Stephen, why don't you go on vacation? So I found this place. Uh, that seemed real tropical, uh, called Guantanamo Bay. I said, why don't you go treat yourself to a, a nice little relaxing vacation. They have something there called waterboarding. You'll have a great time. <laughs> and uh, so he's, he's on vacation this weekend, or this week. And uh, yeah, he'll, he'll be back next week. However, in place of him, I've got some guests on the episode, as you could tell. Uh, from the True Criminals podcast, we've got Eric and Rachel. Say hello. Hello. Hey. <laughs> the enthusiasm is leaking through the microphone on your end. And then from Nudist Colony, the new metal discussion podcast, Ross Lichtai joins us yet again. What's going on, motherfuckers? Hell yeah. <laughs> Bring some of I that gotta, new metal energy. You gotta do the voice the for the new metal heads out there. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, they won't know. Right, exactly. Yeah, what's, of course. Up, what's up, you motherfuckers? Yeah. Who do you guys want to talk about the corn album? <laughs> Which corn album? The first one. Oh. Oh, the first one. <laughs> I'm just We don't have to bring it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, today we're going to do a pop culture catch up, uh, kind of like the last episode, but uh, with different people. So we're all going to have fun. It's going to be a good time. I promise you. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> Give it a few minutes. We'll see how this goes. But, uh, yeah, so I figured we would uh, go around the table here and discuss some stuff that we've gotten into recently. Uh, do either of you, or any of you, care to start off this venture? No. Okay, great. Ross, what <laughs> okay. do you have? Um, yeah. yeah, I've got a banger right out the gate. I have been watching um, The Nanny. Friend dresser. For- <laughs> 
<laughs> it's all I've talked about for the past month. <laughs> no, so um, I'm actually eager to hear this. I've caught like episodes of the nanny here and there, like as a kid, but I've never really watched the nanny. So I'm pretty eager to hear your pitch for it. Yeah, see, it's the nanny. It, it, from when I was a kid, it was always the thing that came on after the Simpsons reruns, um, like like after school. Uh, so you would watch like four hours of The Simpsons <laughs> between like three different channels. There would be just like reruns of Simpsons, so you could just switch back and forth. And then uh, then the nanny would come on. And I, as a kid, I always kind of like you know you just kind of watched whatever back then. And um, but I remember being like, oh, this show's kind of funny. Like I would laugh at it sometimes, uh, but like never like got super into it or anything. And uh, a while back, I had seen there was a there was an Instagram account called What Fran Wore that's like all of uh, Fran Drescher's uh, outfits from the nanny. Uh, me being the masculine alpha male that I am, immediately followed the account so I could see what uh, '90s fashion, women's fashion was like. Um, and I was like, man, she she wore some cool shit, and she's like really fucking attractive. And so I was like, you know, I think my wife might enjoy this. And so just one day we were like looking for something to watch and it popped up on HBO Max and I was like, hey, let's just watch a couple episodes, see, see, how, see how it is. And she fell in love with it. I loved it too. And we're on the fourth season now. And, you know, this is back when TV was, you know, 24 episodes per season. <laughs> so we've watched a lot of Nanny over the past month. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it is a lot of 90s sitcoms don't age that well. Like you've got like Seinfeld and like some f like er some Friends seasons are like pretty good, you know, um, like Frasier. But for the most part, a lot of those like didn't age very well. They have like really, you know, awkward laugh tracks and the jokes are just very bleh, whatever. Um, but the nanny, like, it starts out a little kind of kind of in that generic vein, but like really like kind of turns into its own thing and uh, gets really fucking good. And I would like, I, like, I'm kind of a comedy snob a little bit where I like, am kind of rude about comedy that people like <laughs> uh, <laughs> and kind of particular about it. But like, I, I find myself like laughing out loud like quite a bit at that show and I was surprised. And also Fran Drescher is one of the most beautiful women on the planet i'm gonna say like even even still like she's like incredibly gorgeous and smart and funny and charismatic and um she's like everything she's i i love fran drescher i love fran drescher <laughs> there there are six seasons overall so you're yeah. you're barreling your way through We're it almost <laughs> to the fourth yeah. season and there's some uh niles and Cece. uh Goings on that's really uh, starting to heat up. <laughs> Have you watched the episode but. where they all get lice? Oh yes. Oh yeah. We just we just saw that one like <laughs> last week. Yeah. Yeah. They all get lice. It's great. <laughs> the only thing I know about Fran Drescher is she's very anti-plastic, and so I respect that. Yeah. She also is, she's had a really fucked up life. If you go read her wiki, um, she's had some absolutely fucking horrible things happen to her. Um, I don't really want to talk about them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yourself. But like, like, when I say bad, I mean really, like, shockingly, terrifyingly bad, horrible things happen to her. Um, mm -hmm. And she still, like, is, like, a, like, a very, like, positive, like, uh, uh, like, outward, uh, outward personality person considering what's happened to her in the past. Um, mm -hmm. And it, it's, she's just 
she's still like I, I watched I've been watching like interviews like modern interviews with her and she's just still sharp as a tack and she she you know not that looks are everything but she looks incredible um mm-hmm. but yeah and everybody I remember back in the day everybody was like oh the voice I can't do the voice like it's just too annoying but like really you you get over that pretty quick and it becomes really funny it becomes like a running joke obviously uh but uh, her real voice doesn't sound like that I mean yeah you know like a little bit but but she cranks it to like <laughs> 11 on the show where it's like insane how, she was in Evita right the movie I Evita. don't know yeah for uh, sure she was in Spinal Tap yeah well when she was in, she was really I'm young pretty sure in the movie Evita and I don't think was, is that the one with Madonna are you thinking of Madonna Aaron? <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of god damn it <laughs> no no I'm pretty sure uh yeah, she was in Evita. Madonna may have... Okay. Madonna did the song. She did a, a song for the movie. She no, Madonna, the, Madonna was in Evita. Yeah. yeah, that's... that's okay. What, I've never uh, seen it. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of. Never mind. <laughs> that was a I Don't Cry the, For Me Argentina, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. I get the mixed that's up. the full Wait, extent of my knowledge so, of Evita. So who's in The Nanny? <laughs> um... Nobody that okay. Well, there, there's no, one girl. Is it, is it Madonna? <laughs> no. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if Madonna does show up at one point. Um, because they've had a lot of uh, like Bette Midler was just on an episode. Uh, they've had like a lot of like uh, Bill Clinton's brother is their neighbor. Uh, like, but what? it's actually Bill Clinton's brother, and he plays Bill Clinton's brother, and he comes over like sometimes, like Wilson. It's like weird. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> Donald Trump is in an episode. I watched. Uh. They, they reference Trump several times. Do they say good Gross. things about him? Uh. They don't. I mean, it's just it's like kind of just like oh, what are you Trump, you know, or, or something. But but there's a there's a backstory that she told about whenever he came on, uh, Fran was like, oh, all you millionaires are the same, and she's talking about her boss and Trump who are standing there. And Trump didn't like that. He was like, no, I'm a billionaire. You have to say I'm a billionaire. And they're like, we've already established that like Mr. Sheffield is a millionaire. So they're like, well, can we just say zillionaire? And he's like, yeah, that's fine. So they said, all hmm. you zillionaires are the same instead of millionaires, because God forbid Donald Trump be called a millionaire, not a billionaire. <laughs> Good uh, God. But he's in just like a he, five minutes of it, and it's he has two lines, and it's it's nothing. But it is bizarre to see him show up in that. <laughs> so I've seen a lot of The Nanny. Um, I, it's just, Like you said, it was The Simpsons were on, just, yeah, sometimes you didn't change the channel. I, I, there's a lot of shows I've seen I've seen like most of and didn't pay attention to or only only can remember I've seen most of Malcolm in the Middle <laughs> I don't think I think there's Mash. Just, yeah I actually I've seen yeah I've seen a lot of Mash so uh, yeah that's why I remember the Lice episode um, I actually think about that episode on a fairly regular basis <laughs> That's how the the episode ends with yeah the with Mr. Sheffield. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Sheffield. It, it ends with him realizing he has lice. Um, yep. Like, He's so. not spending enough time with the kids, and all the kids have lice, but he doesn't have lice, and she gets lice because she spends more time with the kids than he does. And so finally, he's gonna spend more time with the kids, and it's like a big thing, like oh you you finally found a way to connect with the kids, and he's like scratching his head. Um, but it's all just like light comedy <laughs> like that. Like there's so much like depressing shit going on all the time. And like we were watching, we had watched the card counter 
um, which is a really good movie, but it's super fucking heavy. Um, I don't know if anybody's seen that yet. It's on HBO. Do they go into card counting? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that the Oscar Isaac movie? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, but. it's a very bizarre movie, um, but it really stuck with me. It's it's really interesting. I don't know if I like it or not, but it <laughs> it, it really made me think. Uh, Did just, you only watch it because of Oscar Isaac? Oh, uh, that was a big part of it. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I Oscar Isaac is a beautiful man. Um, I'm so attracted. The friend Drescher of <laughs> modern times. <laughs> uh, those are my two big crushes right now, Oscar Isaac and Fran Drescher. Mm-hmm. Um, so we watched that. We watched, like, uh, The Umbrella Academy, which wasn't too dark, but it was, like, you know, a lot of, like, kind of heavier themes and stuff. Had you and watched all of it before, or, like, did you just start watching The Umbrella Academy? Oh, no, we had watched, we had been watching them, like, as they come out. Um, okay. And so we, 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 like, binged all those in, like, a day. It was like raining or something or hot or we didn't want to go outside i don't know uh <laughs> so we watched all those and then we were like man we need something that's just like nice and breezy and then that's when we put on the nanny and like every episode just wraps up there's nothing n- the most serious thing that happens is like they get lice or there's there's a <laughs> misunderstanding from a phone call and it gets resolved in 22 minutes you know it's like it's great Anybody um, that listens to this is just going to associate the nanny with lice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, anyways, what have you guys been watching? I've filled my nanny time. <laughs> Rachel, do you do you have anything on your end? Um, so yesterday morning, I so I I wake up really early. Like I'm out of bed by six a.m. every day, and I'm the only one in my house who gets up before like ten. So um, a lot of times I scroll through Shudder first thing in the morning. And so I started this movie yesterday morning called Popcorn. Oh, okay. From 1991 uh, that I highly recommend. It is great. And also there are movies within movies or within this movie. And so they're actually like you're watching segments of the movies within the movie. And it's all just, it's really good. I had never heard of it, but yeah, it's from 1991. It's excellent. Who's it got in? Does it get anybody? Oh, no, no one. Ooh, okay. <laughs> it's like. There, there's no people in it? <laughs> I, there's I no mean, actors? No one I knew. It is definitely, like, when I scroll through Shutter, I just try, like, I just read the descriptions and try to find something that, uh, you know, sounds interesting. And this one was a serial killer is murdering college students during a horror movie marathon. And so I okay. was like, all right, I'm in. Um, is it showing clips of actual movies like that have played in the past? Is it one of those? I don't think so, because these movies are pretty silly. I mean, maybe. Maybe. I'm just not familiar. But there's one called Mosquitoes. They watch a movie. The first movie they watch is called Mosquitoes. And it's like about killer mosquitoes. I mean, it's very <laughs> overacted and silly. Yeah. But the um, the movie marathon is in a movie theater, and it is just great. The crowd dresses up. They are wearing like some of them are wearing very elaborate costumes. Um, there's like people playing music outside. It's like a big party. It's and it's a tiny theater. It, it's just it's it's very cool. I would say this, this is true, what Rachel's saying, that she, most 
weekend morning she wakes up and starts watching horror movies and yeah i'm not lying guys there's something special about a morning horror movie truly like an early morning horror movie is just yeah, yeah. i would say like the past couple of weeks though i wake up a couple hours later and i'll walk through the like living room and she there's like a fucking crazy sex scene going on. I'm like, what the fuck are you watching? <laughs> Which, okay, so one time I was watching this movie called uh, Baby Cat, and it it did have a lot of sex in it. Oh, God. It was it was great, too, because, like, it had, like, a lot of kissing, but the kissing was, like, really weird, where the actors would just each, like, open their mouths and then, like, press their mouths against each other they would like move their heads back and forth so it looked like yeah, they were like pecking. that's how you do it <laughs> it looked like they were like pecking at each other's mm-hmm. mouths with it, that's it how was brent and so i learned to kiss with each other <laughs> yeah of course we, we went to go see that that twilight movie marathon and we we're like oh this is how you do it you just breathe heavily in each other's mouths and they just like like peck at each other like you said it yeah. was disturbing but i did watch one really good movie i can't remember what it was but Eric like came into the kitchen to get some water or something, and he just happened to walk Chicken in run. during like the only sex scene in the movie that was mm-hmm. like maybe like one minute long. Like yeah, and he but they happened back to back. Like <laughs> one Saturday, yeah. I get up, I go in there, I'm like, what, what are you watching? <laughs> you just think she's watching some soft core like <laughs> yeah. Skinamax or something? Following Saturday, I get up, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Have you guys seen um? Jennifer's body. Yeah. Like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I just watched that like last weekend and I kept hearing like great things like, Oh, it's just like underrated classic. And it was really fucking good. It was really good. It, it is. It got a uh, cult classic status. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's more fun than I expected it to be way more fun. Like when she gets mm-hmm. st- like the very end, when she gets stabbed, he's like my tit and he just dies. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, this movie's fucking great. Well, mm-hmm. what's, what's her name? Megan. Megan Fox, is it? Yeah. 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 She was she was like under a lot of heat when that movie came out for being like a bad actor and like uh, I think maybe she'd already messed around with Michael Bay or whatever and like she was just getting a lot of shit and then that movie came out and people were like hesitant to be like I'm gonna go see a Megan Fox movie fuck that but then yeah people the people that she didn't was see good it, in it though she were was like good. hey it's a good movie perfectly fine yeah yeah. Yeah, I, I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was I thought it was really good, surprising. Yeah. But All right, that's the episode. Eric, <laughs> Eric, what do you have? Oh, what I are you watching? Shit. <laughs> I mean, we've also I, I do want to talk about. I, I do have something I want to talk about, and, and I know you guys are probably do your own thing on this. I just want to touch base on it with Rachel here. Um, I want to mention Thor: Love and Thunder. Okay. Because I thundered it, but mm-hmm. Rachel loved it. So. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Ross, have you seen it? I have not, but I, 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 I've heard enough about it that you don't have to worry about spoilers. I, I'm pretty sure I know everything that happens in the movie. And <laughs> I've, I've been reading all of the Jason Aaron Thor runs. I'm like literally wrapping up like the last episode of his, like the King Thor or whatever I think is the last episode, last episode, last issue of, uh, of his Thor mm-hmm. run. And, uh, and I know it's like, it takes heavily from that so uh and i've heard enough like leaks and spoilers and shit so go talk talk I, so I yeah we're not going to spoil anything but um so we took our because i had to okay oh, the whole thing so <laughs> our son who works at this movie theater 
We got those free passes, which we've already mentioned. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. you can't redeem free passes online. You have to redeem at the actual box office. Well, this is right. a big movie, so we know we're not going to be able to like just walk in and be like, here's our passes. Give us a t- seat, please. So I go in hours in advance to get our seats, which they won't take our free passes for. Which fucking, I'm like, what if we had, what if the, the movie had crashed while we were watching Thor Love and Thunder? You would have given us free passes and we couldn't redeem to watch Thor Love and Thunder? But whatever. <laughs> so anyways, they give us these free passes and we cannot reuse them. We cannot use them to, re- to watch this movie. However, when I go up there, we let our son drive to work that day, even though he does not have a license. <laughs> you can't be doxing like him like father, this. like son. <laughs> yeah. It's five minutes away, and he has passed the driving test. He just passed it at a third party place, so his appointment to go to DPS to actually get his license had to be like two months out because that's how their appointments are. No, yeah. 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 So he's done everything to get a license. He just doesn't have one. Okay. But either way, so we let him drive himself to work that day. He's a horrible driver, knows nothing about the world, and uh, he had parked in temporary parking. And so I go up there to get our tickets. Rachel and I are going to go see Thor Love and Thunder, and I see him parked in the 10-minute parking for, like, Uber Eats or whatever. Like, who's getting Uber Eats at the fucking mall? But whatever, you know. They have Uber Eats parking at the food court, and that's where he was parked. So I I had to then, I got our tickets, and then I I had to pay for them, which was a drag because they would take our passes. But then I had to go back home, get extra keys, and move the car. (laughs) However, okay, so the movie, the movie itself, (laughs) um, I had problems with it. Yeah. I didn't like it. I thought it was okay. Really? Yeah. Did you like Ragnarok? I like Ragnarok a lot. In fact, when I got after I got out of seeing Love and Thunder, came home immediately watched Ragnarok to get the taste of Love and Thunder out of my mouth. Really? (laughs) I see. I heard mixed things. I've heard some people just do not like it. Some people really enjoy it. Yeah, those people are stupid. I didn't like it at all. Because I'm I'm a big. Taika Waititi fan and like I Me literally too. loved everything that he's ever touched and I yeah. and I'm really disappointed to hear the kind of like mixed reactions on the movie. Like mm-hmm. after seeing it, the first thing I said when you left, I was like, I just can't believe the same person who gave us Jojo Rabbit just gave us that movie. That's crazy. Like yeah, Taika Waititi is amazing. I hated it, which I'm gonna say this too. I hate the MCU's Thor. I don't like him. Obviously, mm. Crim's Hel- Crim's, I don't know what <laughs> Chris Hemsworth is beautiful. Like That's I'm not, I'm not going to deny that he's not beautiful. But that character, I is think he needs just more steroids. So one-dimensional. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing to him. He is just absolutely just a flat filler character. And I'm like, why are we watching whole movies about him? None of this makes sense to me. And then they're like, hey, let's bring in Jane Foster, but let's also give her nothing. Like, let's not give her a personality or any dimension or, like, anything. And, like, let's just make two people, I don't know, fucking talk boring at each other and then sometimes fight. Yeah, I I had a a small window after work yesterday to, to go see it, so I did. By myself, like a real cool dude, and I uh, didn't wear a mask and just cough uh, the whole time. <laughs> the whole time, just on everyone. I was like, "This is my screening." I couldn't see it opening weekend because of COVID. Now, 
neither will you for you know whatever movie's coming out. Uh, but I I. I didn't hate it, but it was like it, it was disappointing because, yeah, I, I, I had really hoped that with Jane Foster, because in the comics, she's fucking incredible. Oh, yeah. And I had really hoped that they brought in some of the like gravitas of her like cancer battle into the movie. And they they like did it a little bit, but it wasn't anywhere like near like what the, the comics were, were able to do. I understand the constraints of like a two hour film, but like even still, um, yeah, Chris Hemsworth Thor was just like, they've really locked into him being like a comedic actor, but I think he overall, he's like a good actor regardless, but they, they just like, yeah, he's very one dimensional. He's, he's very stupid and, and whatnot in there. Um, he reminds I don't me know. a lot. I, if you've read the Jason Aaron Thor run, he remi- like that Thor reminds me of young Thor, mm-hmm. where he's just yeah. like so super one dimensional. But without the, at least within the Jason Aaron Thor run, you get then like this current Thor, and then you get like King Thor, which is like when he becomes like the the you know all father. And so you get to see all three of them together, and it makes a lot more sense to have that young, immature, brash Thor next to the slightly more experienced and then the angry, old, bitter Thor. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I, I've enjoyed it so far, but I'm afraid that it's going to ruin it for me if I see Love and Thunder, so I kind of don't want to <laughs> see it now. <laughs> I'd say, like, temper your expectations when you go see it, and maybe well, that will that, be a little bit better. It's like, that, explain, you know. that, that explains my attitude to all of uh, Phase 4 uh, Marvel at this point. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened because it felt like they they truly built up to uh, uh, Endgame like in, in, in the most masterful way anyone's ever like done that in a movie, right? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. you're thinking, wow, they've got this formula down, and then since that, it has been what? Okay, so maybe you guys can answer this for me then. Because people keep saying Phase 4, and I've seen most of the Marvel movies as they came out, and I assume the end of Phase 3 was Endgame? Uh, I think it was uh, Spider-Man... Technically, uh, Far From Homies Home. Homies for Life, or whatever the, the second <laughs> Spider-Man movie Far is. Far From Home. Because that was like... The, he Far called from it home. Dakota. So, like... Yeah. It, it technically fits in there, but really Endgame is the... Okay, so, yeah, yeah, I I watched all the movies, and uh, obviously Iron Man's phase one, but, like, I don't don't know what the phases represent. Did something eventful happen at the end of each phase, or are they just picking out of the the air? Well, it's like the, the first phase ends with the Avengers, right? So it's like all these heroes coming together. Okay. And then from there, yeah, from there, it's like established, okay, all of these characters live in a shared universe. So phase two kind of leads up to um, Civil War. I think it's like just before Civil War or maybe Civil War. Like because Civil War was the split and then that's when Cap and Iron Man. And so then phase three was like that's right. Introducing the other people besides the big two. And then kind of they were building it back up towards like the peak for for Infinity War and Endgame. Okay. well, yeah, Yeah. like uh, I mean. Thanos was present from, I mean, he wasn't there in Iron Man, but he was present pretty much through, at least from the first Avengers movie, through. Yeah, yeah. he was teased at, at the the end of it. Yeah. Yeah, so he's there from Phase One to Three. There's nothing going on in Phase Four that I know of. I mean, they're just. I think it's going to be Kang. I think the, all the multiverse stuff is going to coalesce around Kang. 
Um, I think I th I think what is the uh, what's the what's the new Ant Man one called? Uh, Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania. I think that's mm -hmm. where they're gonna hit. I feel like that's where Kang's gonna come in big time. Uh, you know, because mm -hmm. he was at the end of. Uh, well, I guess that wasn't the true Kang. In, uh, in Loki? In, in Loki, yeah. He was just one variant of Kang. I, on one hand, I'm glad that they're, like, really leaning into, like, the, the weirdness of comic books. But on the other hand, I feel like you either <laughs> no, need to go full bore with that and go, like, as crazy as they did in the comics. But it also feels like they're trying to, like, also appeal to people who aren't going to watch every single Marvel movie and it's like you can't have it both ways you can't have you know these big multiversal kind of sci-fi elements but also like dumb it down to where grandma can go watch a movie like and understand it like I feel like they, they don't they're trying to figure out that balance again and I feel like they had it like they figured it out by in game and now it's just kind of scattershot I don't know well, uh, also, a uh, thing to take into consideration is uh, you've got all these actors who have, like, essentially retired from their roles. So now we have to bring in a bunch of new properties, essentially, and try to jumpstart yeah. those or have different actors take over existing roles. Like uh, Sam Wilson is the new Captain America, you know? So it's a lot of, like, okay, we have to retool a lot of this stuff. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like putting all the pieces into place on this phase, and I think. If you wanted Iron Man to show up in Miss Marvel in the comics, you just draw him. If you want Iron Man to show up in Miss Marvel in the MCU, you have to pay $23 million. <laughs> yeah, and so, like, I will say this as far as comics versus all this stuff. I hate it that they won't, they won't fuck with their characters that much. I mean, I loved when Bucky was Cap in in the comics when he took over his cap for a while and yeah Steve Rogers was dead I was like this is great this is a great handoff you know the Winter Soldier story was great mm -hmm. and yeah Bucky is a perfect person to hand over the, the reins to cap to it, it worked out well and they've done that with several several characters they killed off somebody and you're like oh this person's dead and then they give the reins to somebody else and then they always bring him back and I'm like, you motherfuckers, yeah. why are you... <laughs> just let them die, you know? I don't need my dad's Superman here. Give me my Superman. <laughs> it's funny because Bucky was the one rule in comics for the longest time. He was the one guy that you don't bring back. And then, like... Mm -hmm. But Brubaker, like, found a way to make that work. Like, it's so hard to bring a character back like that and make him, like, an actual important, meaningful character. But... Brubaker, I mean, but yeah. that's Ed fucking Brubaker. That's <laughs> so while we're on this vein, I, from this, I didn't, you know, we're not, we don't have to do a full Thor review, but we have a couple of things to touch on. Um, first off, Taika Waititi, amazing. Um, we watched uh, my Our Flag Means Death. Have you seen that? I I haven't. I love that show. It, it is great. It is a brilliant show. And since watching the show, we like did a little research on Steve Bonnet, who's a real character. Well, we didn't do research. The last podcast was doing a series on we, Blackbeard. We wiki did <laughs> first. <laughs> so, so we, we, we looked it up. I just listened to the last podcast episode on Blackbeard. And they then, talk a lot about Steve Bonnet. And then there's, uh, there's a, a couple other podcasts. Noble Blood did Noble one Blood. Steve on it. So it's yeah, he's a real character. Um, 
Reese Darby, who like he's great in Love and Thunder. <laughs> he's the best. Oh, he's part. in it. Well, his voice is. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> Wait, he is. He's Korg. Is he? He's Korg. Wait, no, that's no, Taika Waititi. That's Taika. I don't know anyone. Maybe it's names. maybe maybe it's the other one then. Maybe it's uh in the never mind. doesn't matter. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, we love Reese Darby. Uh, I tried watching his comedy special. He has a an Amazon comedy special. It it has moments, but but like he's he's oh he's in a he he plays a character in Bob's Burger that's brilliant. He does he's in an X Files episode that's great. He's, One of the best X Files episodes yes. of all time. Yeah, every time he shows up in something, he's fucking brilliant. And like, yeah, we just now he was in Evita, right? Yeah, he was in Evita. <laughs> That's what I heard. Um, okay, I believe he did the yeah, played Madonna's song. mole. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's a yeah, he's great. And so like, oh, Steve Bonnet is just the most lovable character ever. And then you learn a little bit about Blackbeard and Steve Bonnet, and it's kind of true. They did make out, so. No, that's not true, but... That show started off, and I I was like, okay, this is, like, kind of funny. Like, I'm enjoying it. I like pirate stuff, but, like, I didn't really have, like, a hook in it. And then, you know, then Taika comes in as Blackbeard, and I'm like, okay, I think I kind of get where this is going. Like, it's just like a buddy buddy pirate thing, you know, and it's fun. They're going to, you know... And then when it ends, I'm, like, fucking crying. I know! (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. I was like... This is one of the most tender, touching things I've ever seen in my entire life, and I want this all the time now. It was, it shocked me. It, 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 it that's why I tell everybody. I'm like, don't look at what happens in the show. Just watch it, and stick with it until the end, and you will just, it will blow your mind. It's so good. And so, yeah, like, Taika Waititi being, uh, um, we watch what we do in the shadows. And that just came back, and he's one of the creators of that. He was in the original movie. Um, and, yeah, everything he touches is brilliant. And so, yeah, Love and Thunder, for him to have touched it and not be brilliant was a disappointment. Because, like, like Rachel was saying, we Jojo Rabbit is amazing. And we watched it well after, like, after the Oscars, and they had won some stuff or whatever. And we watched it, and, like, I, I mean, I expected it to be good. I was expecting more, like, a Wes Anderson film, though. And, like, it, it turned out to be fucking hilarious and great. It made you like Hitler. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Oh. I don't. I don't think that was what he was going. For. That's what Eric got from it. I love Hitler. Now. Leave it up to me, a Maori Jew to make you love Hitler. <laughs> Have you guys seen uh, uh, Hunt for the Wilder People? No. Yes. Very good. That's too. a fantastic movie. Very very good. Mm-hmm. Reese Darby's in that one, just as kind of like a, a short little cameo, but goddamn hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Reese Darby. And what what we do in the shadows. These New Zealanders coming over here stealing our fucking jobs. Uh, man, I put out a oh, man, maybe it was an Instagram thing uh, ten years ago. I posted an image of all these like it was British actors that were I was like, oh fucking immigrants taking American jobs. <laughs> but it was it, but it was all British actors. It was like Hugh Laurie and you know, whatever. But anyways. Yeah, immigrants. Fuck them. No, <laughs> that's not where I was going with that. 
Um, uh-huh. you, but you're, you're fine with the sympathetic feelings for Hitler. That one, you don't want to renege, but like, okay. I just want to, I'm just trying to find the dividing line. I haven't, I haven't heard a lot about him other than what I've seen in Jojo Rabbit. So. Okay, yeah. You're unfamiliar with his work for the most part. Okay, all right. Uh, I want to talk about uh, this little, like, one season show on the Roku channel, of all things. Uh, it's called Slugfest. It's a, it was a, a series that was destined for Quibi. <laughs> when that was a thing. Remember when we were all doing a lot of traveling in uh, March of 2020? And then uh, something happened. I can't remember what. But uh, the entirety of society shut down. And traveling was not such a big deal anymore. So Quibi's uh, entertainment avenues quickly got flushed down the drain and like bought off and, and sold to the Roku channel. Um, one of the programs I wanted to watch was called Slugfest. It's um, narrated by Kevin Smith, but it's a series that's produced by the Russo brothers about the um, comic books as an American art form and the relationship uh, going back decades and like the rivalry between Marvel and DC. And it's, uh, I think it's 10 episodes altogether. And because they're quick bites, each one is about like less than 10 minutes long on, on most of them. So you can really just like sit down and watch an episode and it, it goes through the chronology of like comics and whatnot. They have actors playing the different roles and sometimes you see these different actors like holy shit this person is is doing this like they're oh they're playing Stan Lee in this or whatever uh, but it's, it's a lot of fun there's a lot of like references to Jack Kirby uh, having beef with Stan Lee uh, which is like it's fun like I, I feel like Jack gets done dirty a lot of the time because he did a lot of the heavy lifting uh, if not most of the heavy lifting for most of these Marvel characters that people credit Stan Lee with, as if Stan was out there just, like, drawing all these comics or whatever. But whatever. Uh, but I, I would recommend this if people have interest in comics and uh, the history of the big two. I think that's a fun place to start. Who, who, and then, who plays uh, Jack Kirby? Did, did they get an actor for Jack Kirby? Yeah, he's... I, I've Pat seen him Oswald in... in <laughs> No, it was, um, he played the devil on this, uh, on some show, uh, on, on the show called Reaper back oh, in the day. I don't know the guy's name, but I know exactly who you're talking about. He's been in some, like, these weird Christian movies, too. Oh, really? Like, God's Not Dead or something. Kevin Sorbo. Oh, wild. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> Uh, Ray Wise. Ray Wise, Ray Wise yes, played. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Jack Kirby, yeah. Oh, no, That's, Ray Wise has been in Christian movies? Yeah, but he's the oh, bad guy in the Christian movies. That's so disappointing, though. That makes me I, sad. There was a YouTube video where a guy watched all of them and, like, critiqued them, and uh, it was really funny to see Ray Wise as, like, this, uh, like, ACLU lawyer or something that was, like, going after them. <laughs> he's like, we're going to destroy these Christians. <laughs> <laughs> Really I've just loved Ray Wise so much ever since he inhabited Bob. Yeah, and we hate Christians. On Twin Peaks. <laughs> He's Laura Palmer's son. Oh, man. Who, who, who played Stan Lee? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, Jesus uh, fucking but Christ. But, like, I, I was just so so happy to uh, to see to see Jack in there. That and I cool. watched this, like, months ago, so this was, like, pre-brain bleed for me, so get off my fucking nuts. COVID-19. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I wanted to mention, uh, what do we want to do here? Let's go with, 
Spider-Man, Spider-Shadow. It's a five-issue miniseries uh, published by Marvel Comics, and it's a, a what-if story, essentially. So, like, if uh, what if the symbiote that uh, Peter got back in the day from the Secret Wars event, like, he never got rid of it. So, essentially, he turned into Venom, and he it corrupts his morals, and he starts, like, killing people and whatnot. Um, it's written by Chip Zdarsky and drawn by Pascal Ferry. So it's like a quality team there. I, I know. Pascal like just kind Ferry of flew under forever. It's been a while, it's right? Crazy. Um, but yeah, I've, I came across it on Marvel Unlimited. Uh, it's a fantastic app. And uh, I read it. It's a, it's a easy breezy read. So if people have interest in seeing what happens when Peter Parker stops being polite and starts getting real. <laughs> Spider-Man, Spider-Shadow. If anybody wants more Chip Zdarsky goodness, um, there's a podcast called Scott Hasn't Seen, which is a uh, podcast with Scott Ackerman and um, Sprague the Whisper, where they watch movies that Scott Ackerman hasn't seen, and they watched Morbius with Chip Zdarsky, and it's really fucking funny. Highly recommend. And because Chip works with... Or yeah. works for Marvel Comics. <laughs> he's legally bound to not say anything bad about any Marvel properties. So he dances between the raindrops. It's a hilarious episode. It is great watching great. Chip try to like weave that thread, man. Like th- thread that mm-hmm. needle. That's what I meant to say. Uh, yeah. But I like Chip weave is, that thread better. Weave that thread. <laughs> Chip is have a funny you, dude. He's a fucking funny yeah. dude. Have you guys seen Morbius yet? No. No. Okay. I'm not. No. I I I I was on board to go see it opening weekend in theaters but then i had heard about the bait and switch of uh all of the like stuff they put in the trailer not being in the movie and i was like that's that's some shady shit mm. you can't be doing that you know yeah i'm i want to see it just to see it just so i can mm-hmm. know what's bad about it but i don't want to pay yeah. for it <laughs> i believe with the the deal sony has worked out because they don't have their own streaming service uh those like properties or their movies are set to go to Netflix first for like an 18-month window uh, at a certain point after release, and then they'll end up on Disney Plus uh, after the fact. I still haven't seen the Venom movies. I just, oh, don't. I can't bring myself <laughs> They're not to good. do it. I can't. They are not good. First, like, legitimately not good. Not, I, don't know, I, didn't, I, I would rate the first Venom movie with Love and Thunder. They're... Oh my god, you cannot be trusted. Like, I was disappointed by Love and Thunder, but come on. Come on now. I, I don't want to see the second one. but I, You know, I, I want to see Woody Harrelson as Cletus Cassidy so bad, but like... Not like this. Not like that, no. <laughs> Mm-mm. That's Mm-mm. such great casting, but Jesus Christ. Like, if you had told me yeah. back in, like, the uh, like Natural Born Killer days that, oh, he's going to play Cletus Cassidy one day, I'd have been like... Just stick it in my veins, but mm-hmm. I, I could just not give a shit at this point. You have to let there be carnage. Ooh, so S- symbiote. I mentioned symbiote. I mentioned what we do in the shadows. So every season they like do a bunch of cameos at some point. Like Wesley Snipes is in there. You know, mm-hmm. several people who've played vampires. Who've played in vampires. Season three has started now. I really hope they get Jared Leto. That would be great. I'm pretty sure he has no sense of humor. Yeah, it does I, want, like. I want a Brad Pitt from from uh, whatever he was in uh, uh, Interview with the Vampire. I know they'll never yeah. get Tom Cruise to do it, but I think yeah. Brad Pitt would do it. They got like Kate Blanchett though and stuff. Like they've gotten some yeah. big names in there. Yeah. Nick Kroll was on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He's been on a few of them, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Like a recurring, yeah. It's a good episode with that hat. Anthony, <laughs> Anthony Adamundak, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is is like their neighbor. He's really he's really fucking funny. I really like him a lot. I love that show, and I'm totally down for this baby Colin Robinson. I meant to watch. I still haven't seen. Have they had two episodes out yet, or is it just one? Yeah, two. Two. Okay, good. So cute. He's got a full head of hair. It's so cute. (laughs) Do they like? Do they like face swap him with like his real face? Uh huh. (laughs) Awesome. See, I think I've only seen like the first two seasons. Is it season four? No, it's is it? it might be season four. Yeah, season. Four. Me, I think oh I God. thought it was season four. Yeah, until you said three. Yeah, it, it is season four. Yeah, I need to get caught up. Evidently. Yeah, it's so good. Wait, holy shit! Yeah. Why is it? Get. <laughs> why does it say uh, season six? No, it's season four. So it's been renewed though already. I think for five and six. Oh, okay. Okay, I was I was I felt betrayed by the Just Watch app and uh, <laughs> okay I can I can let those feelings go that makes sense to me yeah season four episode three is the as of this record the most recent episode yeah and, and yeah. for anybody listening this was a a mockumentary movie that came out about vampires and then they made a TV series about it it's on Hulu or FX it's on FX and yeah. We I love movie. the movie. The movie is the movie's just good too. Phenomenal. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it has uh, Taika and uh, Jermaine. Jermaine Clement. Yeah, in it. yeah, and yeah, and Jermaine Clement shows back up in season one and two as as his vampire character oh, yeah, from, that's the, right. from the movie. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, it's it's a great show. The comedy's hilarious. Uh, yep, good stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping for Jared Leto. So. <laughs> has, everybody, has everybody seen uh, Umbrella Academy season three? Yes. Yep. I haven't seen any of it. Oh, you're missing oh, really? out. But feel free. Yeah. Have you read the comics? I know it's, it's it's just like so much. Just so much. How, how long are the the seasons? How many Ten episodes, episodes are we talking about? Ten episodes. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> Did you read are the they comics? are they hour? Re- are they hour long episodes? No. Wait. Are they? They might be. Yeah. I think they vary uh, like 45, like 45 minutes. 50 minutes maybe. Except okay. for the last right. two episodes of season three are each two hours long. Jesus. No, I'm just making that shit up. <laughs> That's some Stranger Things yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. It's this, the third season, uh, I, I felt like just really could have wrapped up about three episodes sooner than it did. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it for the most part. Like there were certain things I liked about it, but then the Aiden Gallagher, uh, who plays like five, um, just give him his own show. Like he's yeah. <laughs> he's the fucking best. That he he's so fucking good. Well, um, they mentioned in the series that technically he's only been back with the family for like twenty one days. Yeah, <laughs> as far <laughs> as their crazy. timeline goes, and he's like grown like five years. <laughs> yeah. Time travel, time travel's a bitch. Fuck you up. Yeah. So Brent, have you have you read the comics at all? I've read the first two series. I haven't read the most recent one. What did you think of those? But I like those quite a bit. I was like surprised. I, I remember picking up a free comic book day issue that uh, was put out before the actual series started. And I read it. I was like, oh, man, this is really good. I wonder who wrote this. And it said Gerard Way. I was like, I wonder who that is. So I looked it up. I was like, wait, the guy from My Chemical Romance wrote this? Because you don't. Yeah. <sighs> Honestly, you don't see a lot of people coming in from outside of the comics industry uh, who are, like, good writers. But 
you know, I I gotta give it to him. Even like Kevin Smith, who's like a full-fledged nerd, like has put out some. And I I like Kevin Smith, but boy, oof, some some things that not good. I like Green Arrow Quiver. That's 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 the best one, I think. Yeah, for sure. What do you think of My Chemical Romance? Uh, like I don't know. Uh, I, I don't have any like. <laughs> you don't know. Uh, Black Parade. Um, you don't know Black Parade, <laughs> a, a title I struggled to come up with, and uh, Eric had to rescue me. How's it go? Someone sing it. When I was a young man, my father took me into the city to see Download. a marching Download. band. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I, I think I've heard that song. Yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. Their whole um. Everything just kind of, uh, (laughs) like I saw pictures of them and I was like, not for me. This is not for me. Yeah. So I, uh, I, there were like a bunch of bands that I think I like grouped in with like, no, I can't do that. And like, for the most part, I think that's panned out. Like, yeah, I don't like that one song there. Just sung. Uh, (laughs) I didn't sing anything. I've heard like a couple um, Panic at the Disco songs that they were one of those bands. And like, then I've heard like two of their songs since then. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's what I thought. Like, keep me out of it. This is what Uh, Newman heard. But, but, so I always, um, You're wrong. I also always lumped in, um, Death Cab for Cutie in that group too. And then I just finally heard their music probably like three or four years ago. And I was like, wait, mm-hmm. I like this. <laughs> like, it's oh, actually very okay. different from those other bands. It is very slow. It's very slow and emo, but it doesn't have any of that like silly up tempo pop, you know, like it's all just very kind of, I don't know, sad and slow, I guess, but I like it. And then I saw them recently. They were on like Colbert or something. Um, and they're all just like normal looking 45 year old dudes. And like, I don't even know what they looked like before. I may have been like completely mistaken. I don't know. But like seeing them in person too, I was like, oh, okay. No, like now I feel comfortable. Like they all just look like your like 45 year old neighbor. (laughs) Like, I'm like, I don't know why I always thought like in my head, they were always my chemical romance. It's the band names. It's like, (laughs) it's a sentence instead of like a band name. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. And there's a lot of those. Yeah. That I, I just band name alone. I just kind of like, I pass on. Although, okay, I was going to bring this up on, on, on Nudist Colony, um, mm-hmm. but I, I figured this seems like a, an apropos time to uh, bring it up. Brent, I need to confront you about mm-hmm. something. Um, All right. Let's go. So back in the day, we used to have bands that both of us, like, didn't like, right? Like, yes. Like, I didn't like uh, Live. And I think for the most part, yes. you maybe liked some Live songs, but, like, kind of out of solidarity, you were like, I'm not going to listen to Live, they- right? They were they were passable, yeah. I, it's not anything that I would go out and actively search out to listen to, but if it came on the radio, it's like okay, whatever. Was yeah. it the rat tail? Yeah. That would... It's her placenta falls to the floor. That's ah. what. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't need that in a song. I know it's a medical thing that happens, and I'm fine with it. I'm not judging. I'm nothing like that. But I don't need. I. It just as a lyric. Then that's not the only reason. I, they just seem so fucking sappy and like, ugh, like I don't know. I, 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 They're not I very good. Didn't, didn't, didn't care for them. And so I feel like out of sure. solidarity, you kind of did the same where you were like, you know what? I'm not going to get into live. Um, yeah. You had a particular band 
that you absolutely hated. Mm-hmm. Can you yeah. can you recall possibly what this band was? Uh, I believe you're talking about the rock and roll band Monster Magnet. You are very much correct, <laughs> sir. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. um, we had kind of briefly discussed this, I think, like on the last Nudist Colony. Some, we, something I that got so, brought yeah. up about Monster Magnet. And uh, mm-hmm. I was listening to just, I had Spotify on just like playing random. I think it was like a Queens of the Stone Age, uh, uh, like radio station or like Desert Rock or something. And um, a song came on. I was like, holy shit, who is this? This is fucking great. Monster Magnet. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? <laughs> I always stayed away from Monster Magnet for you. <laughs> yeah. And in the past month and a half, I have listened to so much fucking Monster Magnet. Okay, yeah. And every time I do, I'm like, that motherfucker. <laughs> I kept it from you. Kept Monster Magnet from me for 15 years. <laughs> oh, Ross could have been so much happier. They, yeah. Uh, they are so fucking good. They are so fucking good. They're and I, I think some of the like lyrics are based on like they, Jack Kirby comics they have or whatever. A song right? called "Ego the Living Planet," motherfucker. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> they have one song that's they, they call me Tarzan, King of Mars. Like, <laughs> it, I have been so addicted to Monster Magnet, um, and uh, also resentful of you for. <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot about various things from various people, so uh, this seems consistent for me. Um, But, okay, well, good. I'm glad you've uh, had a chance to rediscover them. But look, to be fair, to be fair, uh, I didn't actively tell you to not listen to them. No, but I did it out of solidarity. You did out of solidarity. I appreciate it. That's friendship. Uh, However, now... Through the wonders of Spotify and their inability to pay their artists, you can listen to all of their albums uh, at whatever your regular monthly cost is, you know? So that works out. That works out for you. Yeah. Britt, do you like Life? Uh, uh, life with an F? No, Live. Uh, you, not currently. Have you been secretly listening to Live all these years? No, no. <laughs> Matter of fact, Ross? I like when, when Ross mentioned Live, I, it took me a second. Like, I could picture like a bald head of the lead singer, but I couldn't like really come up with a song that they uh, made. But then, um, yeah, the placenta falling to the floor that did it. That it's a, that's a mental image, you know? Sure is. I own that album. No, I don't Throwing own copper. It's thrown copper. I don't own it currently. I lost it. Rachel, when uh, you had either one of your, your children, did your placenta fall to the floor and you're like, oh, it's like that life song. Hey. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. What do they do with that? Does someone catch it? Well, the lightning had to crash first and then it fell to the floor. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a sequence of events. That's right. Yeah. There was no lightning. <laughs> okay. I saw a thing yeah. on TV one time where people saved their placenta and then ate it like a year later. Yeah, I heard about that. A year later? Yeah. Oh my God! It's kind of what like is a, a wedding anniversary it's cake? Like a wedding cake, yeah. Like Damn, this. that's gross. That's oh, animals do that. Animals eat their own placenta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They also chew off the umbilical cord. A saint. That's what I did. A saint. <laughs> what was that? The uh, uh, Freddy got fingered. <laughs> do you remember that? Uh, barely. Yeah, there's like he's in a hospital and a woman next to him is having a baby and he oh like, yeah he chews off the yeah. he chews off the but he's like swinging the baby around by the umbilical cord and yeah. then like bites it and then later he tapes it to his stomach and then yeah 
And then this girl, I forget the actress, but yeah, she's going to like go down on him or something. And she pulls up his shirt and he has an umbilical cord taped to his stomach. <laughs> He's like, uh, that's my umbilical cord. I paid money to go see that movie in the theater. I saw it in theaters too. Holy shit, really? It's a great movie. <laughs> he jerks off a horse. Definitely remember that. Who could forget? Uh, I, I remember Rip Torn is oh, in it. Yes. He's like his dad or whatever, right? Which is, is wild. Uh, but yeah, it was... Oh, so yeah. there's this there's this really awful show on uh, Amazon Prime. It's called uh, Last Man Laughing or something. Last One Laughing. And it's it's a bunch of comedians from different countries, and like so, there's like a New Zealand one. It's all these New Zealand comedians, and they just put them in a room, and they have to try and make each other laugh. And if you laugh, you get kicked off the show. And so the last person to not laugh wins money. Okay. Hmm, and, okay. And so it ends up being like all these idiots making stupid faces at each other for like. 24 hours and finally like one of them just doesn't give a shit and laughs just to get off the show I guess <laughs> we watched like well they all know each other because they all run in the comedy circles so it's like I guess maybe if you know this person what they're doing is funny mm-hmm. I don't know it's yeah. not funny to an outside observer it's like our podcast where like nobody cares about it. <laughs> <laughs> but like Tom Green is in it. Tom it looks Green like it, is uh, in the new. It looks like it's the, the the full title is LOL Last One Laughing Canada. Yes. So it's it's hosted by Jay Baruchel. It looks like, and then this is yeah this is, Tom Green. This is the Caroline newest Ray. version. The newest version is Canada. So we mm-hmm. we watched. Oh jeez, we, we watched Australia. And I don't know why, and I don't, I don't know like why we watched it. I think maybe we were drinking or something. But then we watched Germany, which is in German, and it was much better. Did it have Borg in it? No. And I wish. Knew, yeah. Then I would have watched the entire season. <laughs> but anyways, I started. Yeah, yesterday I started the Canada version, and I saw. I, I recognized like, of of all the people in there, I recognized almost every single one of them. And Tom Green was one of them. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay. And I stopped it because Rachel was out doing something. And I was like, this is going to be I'm not watching it. You're waiting on me. (laughs) This is going to be be horrible. (laughs) But I don't want to experience this horribleness alone. So, So, yeah. Tom Green. So watch that. (laughs) Yeah. That's your recommendation. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So, uh, Eric, I wanted to ask, because you host a... A, a true crime podcast, more or less, right? Do you get into like true crime stuff? Like, do you just actively seek it out, or is it just like if you come across something or you hear about something, so you watch it? I mean, like, I I listen to true crime podcasts every now and again. Uh, I mm-hmm. when I first started listening to podcasts, that's primarily what I listened to was true mm-hmm. crime podcasts and you know we watch like snapped or whatever sometimes on tv i do not watch snapped that show is terrible maybe you watch snapped uh, i didn't you gotta stop lumping her into the shit that you're into <laughs> I, I didn't introduce myself to snapped I've you i that do much. not no i've seen like two episodes of snapped it is a horrible horrible show uh, and she watches all sorts of amish crime oh. stuff and bullshit yeah. <laughs> and Amish Amish ghost huh. stories i fucking love you i don't know but anyways no, I don't. I don't. I don't 
I'm not into crime. I don't. I've read a few true crime books, uh, mm-hmm. but I'm not into it. I just no. The the podcast came about just because I've committed a lot of crime. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. You're a fan of crime. <laughs> yeah. I'm, a, I'm, okay. I'm a fan of the things that you get from crime. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Like, I'm with you. Is? True crime. I, I tried to get into it, and it just kind of like. Mm, I, I just it doesn't scratch an itch for me. But mm-hmm. to do with the Amish thing, I got a quick story that's one of the creepiest things I've ever experienced. So um, where uh, uh, I know, I guess I can say Inola, which is this the the piece of shit town I say in quotes that <laughs> a lot of us grew up in, uh, had a heavy Amish and uh, Mennonite community, um, and uh, really great. It it, it, it baking things and building barns and such. Um, they also sell right. hay. Uh, my parents uh, had horses, so we would always go buy hay. Uh, well, usually they would deliver it, but one year they were like, well, you can save some money if you come pick it up and you load it yourself. And so my dad and I were like, okay, we're going to we're gonna come over, pick up some hay. Well, um, people may not know, but Amish tend to live in like communities. And when I say communities, I mean like literal... So we, we drive down this long driveway. This is out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Drive down this long driveway into a <clears throat> a circle of probably six houses, like two-story house, big, like old style, what you would think of like depression depression era kind of like farmhouses. Six of them in a circle, all f- like facing into like a big center area, right? So we're driving down, and we don't see anybody. Um, and we get up and we, we park in the middle of this thing and we get out and my dad's just like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and cause, cause we're looking and you'll see the, 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 the blinds like pull back and, and go back <laughs> Gross. and we're like, fuck, we're going to get fucking killed out here. What is happening? And then we see over a little bit further away, there's a barn where we see some hay and we see somebody mowing. The thing was, there was no grass. It was dirt. So, so we're like, okay, well, maybe let's go over here because this is the only like living being that we see in this compound that we've stumbled into. So we drive over there, and there is this young woman. Um, I'm going to say maybe 13, 14 years old. Um, if you've seen an inbred person, you, you can kind of pick out the features. Um, she was... Mm-hmm. She was uh, in, she was inbred. She was inbred. Um, and she was just mowing in a circle in dirt. Um, just going round and around and around and around in a circle. You got to keep that grass away. <laughs> That's the best way to do it. And That's what and everybody's so trying to do when they mow. She's just the best at it. We're like, we get out, we're kind of like, hi. And she sees us and she like freaks out and like hauls ass over to like the houses. And my dad and I are just like, Okay, are we going to just leave? Because this is fucking <laughs> weird. And finally, we see an old man walking out towards us. And he's just like, yep, go ahead and load up your hay and just pay me. And we, we give him the money and he just leaves. And we're like, I guess he just trusts us to get the correct amount of hay. And so we load up the trailer and leave. And it was one of the weirdest. It reminded me of that, that uh, episode of X-Files Home. Um where it was just like this creepy like insular family that like doesn't like which Amish are if you don't know Amish generally tend to not like outsiders they're more or less friendly people but they're very like insular and like they stick to their own community they do not want outside any kind of influence whatsoever um 
and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was very creepy. Um, and I've always had a mm-hmm. weird thing with Amish people ever since then. I'm, I know not <laughs> probably all of them are like that, but I've heard a lot of stories growing up in a town full of Amish people about. You can say anything you want; they're not going to listen. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the good thing is like, who, who's going to tell them, you know, like, but what you described is like a brown person's nightmare. Like I wouldn't I, like my, my asshole was puckered the whole time. That seems like so intense to be lured out to like some like desolate white farm factory or whatever. And just be like, I guess figure out reality from this point. Like, get out, but like, it yeah, it's, gonna say it's like a Jordan Peele horror movie. It is, nope. Yeah. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. Me too. Well, yeah, so on um so I really love all these like really dumb ghost haunting shows. So I don't be- <laughs> I don't believe in shit, like, right? I don't right, believe yeah. in anything at all. And so I just love like like there's this one called like Fear of the Woods or something that I love. And there's um yeah, this one called like Amish haunting or something and I just like I like the thing I love about these is like they have the reenactments but also the people they're interviewing who are supposed to be the real life people who went through these things are just such horrible actors and yeah. so it's just oh I just love watching it it's yeah, so because fun. I can't imagine a real Amish person would volunteer to be on that show yeah they always have to say they're like not Amish anymore Oh. Namish. Yeah. So, of, of these stupid ghost shows that Rachel watches, like, <laughs> God, like, I just found out recently, like, they have actors, not, not only do they have actors playing the reenactment, but they hire actors to retell the stories, too. So. And he did not believe me, because I'm like, these aren't real lived experiences. They're just creating mm-hmm. a show. They're pretending like it's real, but they're just mm-hmm. things like experiences written by writers and then handed so to these terrible actors to read. They're interviewing people. <laughs> and he did not believe me. And they're me. like, and then, yeah, and then the ghost came up and it, well, touched me on the shoulder and then, then I cut to the reenactment. <laughs> However, the person that they're interviewing is also an actor. I'm like, this is so stupid. Why are you in, yeah. why do you have an actor playing the interviewee? Because they're trying to pretend like it's <laughs> real. It's fun. It's fun. That is, that is kind of wild that they would do that. Have one actor play another actor yeah. in a, an alleged documentary. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's, that is, I yeah. love that that is strange. Sounds like an insane thing. There's a really good ghost hunting show called Ghost Adventures that I highly recommend. They think Uh that everything is haunted by evil entities. They always, Mm -hmm. like, pass out or throw up or feel like they're going to pass out. Um, They always say that the evil entities, like, touched them or came into their bodies. Um, Hell yeah, dude. Oh, I love it. These guys cannot fucking uh, handle shit. Are they wearing protection? This, this, this show is stupid. They too. had a sex episode. There's, so. a, there's, a, there's an episode of this show where they okay, so they go to these haunted things and they collect items from the haunted places they visit, right? No, this guy just like buys them randomly. Whatever, places. and the, just, <laughs> so the main guy, the, the main guy, yeah, has at, he, so he has his own like museum. museum of his haunted items, and they had a special episode. Where he investigated his own haunted museum, (laughs) (laughs) and he was like freaking out about going into it. I'm like, you fucking collected all this shit. Yeah, I love it. It's one of my favorite shows. I made up a drinking game for it. Jesus Christ. (laughs) 
what what does the drinking game consist of? So um, <laughs> liver poisoning. Hold on, I have it. On my oh, phone. you have the instructions written down. Yeah, I will have it in a note in my phone. Okay, ghost yeah, adventure course. drinking game. So you drink when someone gets sick um, or passes okay. out. You drink when someone gets too scared to continue investigating. Um, you drink when a ghost says something mean to them <laughs> because they always bring in this device that can hear go- or they can hear these entities, and that's how they know the entities are always bad because they're always saying things like "get out" or "die." Um, I mean, that's like kind of basic. <laughs> I, I would like a little more originality from these ghosts. Oh, you know, it's no like, originality. Yeah. Your tits smell like salmon. <laughs> you know, just something like real, like, but wait, what? Yeah, and then it takes uh, a minute to sink in. You drink when light, when like their special camera picks up a light going into or out of someone. Okay. Yeah, and like wow. no, that alone, like, will get you trash. Like, so every episode, someone gets too scared to continue. Every episode, someone gets sick. The ghosts say like four or five mean things an episode. The light thing happens like twice. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember that show that we used to be on MTV in like the early two thousands, where they would was it like scare. Yeah, they scare, scare tactics. Scare tactics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever watch that show? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I watched some of it. Yeah. That show was awesome. It was like the meanest fucking <laughs> show in the world. Yes. <laughs> they have a famous like uh, like a memed episode or like a gif or whatever. Where like they hired a, a little person who was like a really really small version of the person. <laughs> They're like the smallest little person on earth. But I mean, they dress them in a rat costume, like they look like a rat. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> They're like this person's literally like a foot and a half tall. <laughs> Are you asses? And like yeah, in like full realistic looking makeup, like a rat. <laughs> And it keeps popping Damn. out and freaking people out. It's so like creepy. Lester on Beekman's World. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I remember the one where it was a guy that went out to like an archaeological dig site, and they were in. They, it was just this one, like uh, RV trailer, and he was going out there to meet with this other like older archaeologist guy, and the guy was like, "Whatever you do, just don't leave the trailer." And they start hearing things outside, and the guy's like, just hold on, I'm going to go out there, don't worry. And he goes outside, and it sounds like he, he gets killed. And there's this person dressed as, like, this beast werewolf. And I remember there was, like, some kind of backstory where it was, like, some Native American skinwalker, you know, something or other, I think. And um, it's this guy in an RV way out in the middle of the fucking desert and this like beast is like breaking windows and like rattling the whole RV and the guy inside is like having a fucking br- I mean who who the fuck wouldn't like yeah cuz cuz as far as he knows he is out there completely alone in the middle of the desert like that is one of the most horrible things to do to a person but I watched every fucking episode I yeah. love that show yeah. mm-hmm. so there was that one one episode where I I I want to say it was like on a bus or something, but some guy was like standing at the back of a bus and then he like sneezes or whatever and his head falls off <laughs> into his hands. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> it was just like, wow, that's uh, okay. Oh man. It's going to freak out a group of people. All right. When, I um, it was hosted by Tracy Jordan. It Morgan? was. It was. Tracy. Morgan. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> Too much um, drive. When, yeah. when, uh, wow. American Horror Story first came out the first season. 
mm-hmm. like to promote the show, you could enter a contest where like one of the characters from American Horror Story would like scare somebody in your life. So like they have the like like they showed it and it'd be like this guy in a gimp suit would like hide behind the couch and scare your wife or something. <laughs> it was like a real thing though. You could if you won the contest. Shit. Contest like that, like they'd send fucking yeah. Oh, I hope it was really Zachary Quinto. Yeah, they'd send Zachary Quinto to your house and a gift. Yeah. They're like after the fact, you're like telling the story to your friends. It's like, yeah, fucking Spock jumped yeah, out. Yeah. He was all covered in leather. He scared my ass. It was great. So I, I fucked him. Huge hard on. Yeah. 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 His dick was hanging out. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh man! Yeah, there was a that that MTV show Fear. Oh, you remember that? Yeah, where there was like a hidden like, camera, and they had to like go and like get in like a coroner's office and stay the night there or something. Mm-hmm. They and they would have like whoever goes out would have that camera that's like you wear on a vest that's pointed at your face. You know, it's on like a boom arm <laughs> pointed at your face. Yeah, it looked like that uh, that one like Janet Jackson music video or whatever. <laughs> but uh, they would like have to go out and do these things. And like some of it was like legit creepy. Like I, I don't believe in like ghosts or anything like supernatural. But even still, it's just like psychologically like, yeah, you don't know if they've like hired people to like fuck with you or whatever. Yeah, There was one so. one of those episodes where they actually had the person that was going out had to stand on the trap door and put a noose over their neck and pull the lever. Yes. Uh-huh. And like that was their challenge and they they dropped out, you know, cuz the, the the last one to make it through the night won whatever. But yeah, I was like mm-hmm. I no way I stand on a trap door with a noose on my neck and pull the lever. I know they're not going to hang me on the show, but yeah. I'm still not going to do it. Shit, why take that chance? Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. But they like the the remaining rope was in a bucket or something like that. They dumped it out and it it was cut. Yeah. So yeah, it wouldn't have hung them or whatever. But even still, that's that's a, a big ask for for someone to do. And they would have like these seances. They would have people like put on like you would like draw a, a pentagram on the floor and salt and then light these candles and you would have to like say this these different phrases and or whatever. do it in like abandoned mental institutions and stuff. Which yeah, I don't believe in ghosts either. But like. <laughs> like you don't know if there are other people like if there are like homeless people or whatever no, no, standing yeah, there. That's what's like, gonna be there. I told him that one mm-hmm. time. I was like, when all these when they go through all these buildings, like I wonder how many days they give all the homeless people to clear out. Because yeah. like that's what's in there. Anytime there's an uh-huh. abandoned building, yeah, there are just gonna be people living in it who don't have anywhere else to go. Mm-hmm. I used so, to do a lot of. Like, and they ju- they just hire them on the production team. Yeah, that's great. That would be great. <laughs> I used to do a lot of, like, urban exploring where I would go into, like, old factories and old, like, abandoned buildings and stuff at night. And uh, I would run into a lot of homeless people, but, like, nobody ever, they're usually just passed out. Nobody ever fucked with me. It was scary sometimes, but I would always go with, like, my two cousins. And so there were three of us, and we felt pretty pretty okay. But, uh, yeah, there were some times when, yeah, you'd, you'd open up a door and there'd be a person just, like, chilling in a dark room <laughs> in an abandoned building and it would, they'd usually just be like hey oh sorry yeah. man close the door and walk off but uh, yeah. So yeah, it was weird we talk about this on like the next episode of, of true criminals but rachel tells a story about finding like in inola where you guys are all from going into like an mm-hmm. abandoned house where they would go into and yeah like every time they'd go back into the house 
there's like new shit. Like things would be moved. Yeah, yeah. So it was down the road from Laney, and mm-hmm. yeah, like we had heard that the people had been arrested for cooking meth. We don't know, but yeah, just like clearly someone else was also breaking into it because like at first there wasn't. It was like just us. And then eventually we would go in and, yeah, like, shit would be moved around and you could tell other people had been there. But it was just because, like, a bedroom window was unlocked. And so, you know, I think, like, high schoolers, I'm sure, were just also coming in. So pentagrams mm-hmm. and salt and yeah. dead yeah. We There was a dead armadillo, That's but we were uh, we were in middle school. It was me, Lainey, and Kelly. And, and oh, Lainey okay. lived out there in, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep, area. it was like, like right after she had moved uh, way out there. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. she's still alive. I guess. So, like, I, I feel like when people say they cook meth, that's so like vague. It should be like, no, I bake meth <laughs> or whatever, you know. Like, get uh, culinary with it. <laughs> Artisan meth. I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah, I watch a lot of cooking shows. I would definitely watch a, a meth cooking show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they should like put flavors and stuff. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah, this is a deconstructed meth with a hollandaise glaze. <laughs> um, I recommend you eat it this way. Have you guys ever been to like a real crack house where they were like cooking crack and stuff? No, <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, I don't. Think don't. So. <laughs> yeah, Ross sounds like you need to okay. come back on the show. <laughs> <laughs> You've got some more stories that sound like my my cousin one time was like, and he's like one of my he's one of my cousins that he had a real rough rough upbringing, um, and I used to buy weed from him, and uh, he hit me up one time was like, hey, come buy some weed, gave me the address, and it was like way out in like Turley, which is. Yeah, the the roughness, um, <laughs> and I walked in and it was full on flop house. I'm talking like you know like wow. spray paint on the walls, fifty mattresses in the living room that were in various states of decomposition and people passed out on them. And I was like, man, this house smells like shit. And he was like, yeah, come on back to my room. And I walked through the kitchen and they had just pans and pans going of <laughs> cooking up crack rock. Uh, I'm sure it was really wow. good to breathe. And uh, then he sold me he sold me weed and I was like so fucking scared because I was like 22 maybe uh, and still pretty like new to that kind of thing um, not that I would be like okay with it now but at the time I was just like oh god and so I, I just like grabbed the weed and, and like raced home and opened it up and it was all just like top leaves so it was like nothing you could even smoke I was so fucking mad at him for so long <laughs> he made me go to a crack mm-hmm. house out in North Tulsa to buy like nothing practically <laughs> anyways yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Don't go to crack houses, people. It's not cool. That's the lesson to be learned. Yeah. Absolutely. You'd think they'd Absolutely. be cool. you think they'd be a blast. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you, you could just take your kids there. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess not. Well, if they just legalize it, then there wouldn't be, it wouldn't be such a problem. I know. Yeah, people are just so uptight. So uptight around here. Uh, so before we wrap up the episode, I would be remiss if we did not have the group of you talk about Star Trek. Um, I know there's some some feelings there. Uh, Ross, you're, are you still watching Next Generation? Oh, I've, I've, I've wrapped up Next Generation. I've started watching okay. Strange New Worlds. Oh, okay. I've seen the first episode. I fucking love that first episode. I thought it was great. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm three episodes in, and I, I two thumbs up. I, I've tried to watch, like, Discovery mm-hmm. and some of those other ones, um, and I just... Mm-hmm. 
Picard. Ugh. No, I, I yeah. just okay. did, that's, didn't enjoy That's kind of where I was with that. I'd watched yeah. one or two episodes and just like, this is, I, I, why am I going to waste my time trying to watch all this? But Strange New Worlds <laughs> has been so far amazing. And from what I've heard, like, it just gets better and better. Um, mm -hmm. So, like, I'm, I'm all in on the Strange New Worlds. Hell yeah. Rachel, what about you? You're a big Trekkie, right? Um, yeah, so we tried Discovery, too, and we couldn't really get into it. We did like Picard, but then I think we had, like, a lot of other shit we were watching, and mm -hmm. it wasn't that we didn't, that we liked more than Picard, and so we kind of fell off with it. Then we didn't have Paramount Plus for a while. Now we have it again, but we've not started it back up. Um, but I do hear great things about Strange New World. Yeah, I really do want to watch that one. I um my favorite Star Trek is Deep Space Nine. I love Deep Space Nine. Okay. I've been trying to get into Deep Space Nine, but I, I just it's been it's good and I know it's kind of like a little bit of a slower burn at first, but I need to I need to just buckle down and do it. <laughs> yeah, Deep Space Nine, honestly, I will agree, is it's the best of all Star Trek. Uh, wow. It's because they bring in, like, religion and all kinds of, like... Yes. They bring in a lot more political shit, like... Stuff that Gene Roddenberry had forbidden from ever being Star, Trek, Star Trek. has never been political. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, it, yeah. And, yeah, Deep Space Nine really delves. Like, they don't... I mean, yeah, where Star Trek always had those elements, Deep Space Nine, like, really dives into them. And yeah. really sets up, like political factions and religious factions and they're all at odds and so, I don't know it's fun that's cool interesting yeah, I need to watch that Eric what do you think how, how do you feel about Star Trek I like Star Trek I'm, I'm I know some people are like Star Wars Star Trek but like I like them both and mm -hmm. I like Star Wars yeah. better but um, I was wearing this great Star Trek shirt that I had that I inherited from Rachel uh, Ooh, he, I don't know. He bought it. I, he always says that, but he bought it at J.C. Penney for himself. Have you ever met Rachel before? Do you know this woman? <laughs> so no, he does Rachel not. had this Star Trek shirt. She spilled bleach on it, and then wouldn't wear it anymore. But I was like, fine, I don't care. It's what happened was he bought this shirt at J.C. Penney, and then I was like, ooh, I'm going to take this shirt. Then I did actually get bleach on it in the wash, and I was like, oh, never mind. Now I'm not going to take it. It's yours. And so I had this shirt. And it was a great shirt. And mm -hmm. I, we went to see Impractical Jokers, the movie, in yeah. theaters. Same. <laughs> With an Impractical Joker. And Murr was there. What? Really? Yeah. And we took pictures with him, and he complimented my shirt. And he said, great shirt. We're best friends now. And then, so me and Murr are best friends. He complimented my Star Trek shirt. And then uh, last night, I had to tear it apart because it's just, it's just too battered. Like you like hulked out in it, or what? because the hole in the armpit was like oh. bigger than like the armhole. Yeah, like when I would put it on, sometimes I'd put my head through like the holes in it. Because, because it Did was you? So what is what is Impractical Jokers? Is it a show? It's like Jackass for forty-year-old men. Yeah, what is it for? Lifelong friends. I'm trying to think. They they introduce it in the. It's opening. a it's a hidden camera Who prank show put on by Im, uh, improvisers essentially, but just, it's funny. Like four like, dudes who went to high school together in Staten Island. Mm -hmm. oh. It's it's like <laughs> if you and any group of friends you have decide to put on a, a hidden camera prank show, but then like try to make each other laugh. That's mm -hmm. it. I know, I know you're okay. a comedy snob. I can see it on your face right now. But it is legitimately funny. 
Oh, really? It, okay. It, they get a lot of heat because True TV plays it all the time. Like, it's constantly on. Okay. But, I think I made that association and was just like, nah. Yeah. But it's, but it's funny. 101 Ways to Party Before You Die. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited about that. They were just on. They guessed it on uh, the newest episode of Yeah, Practical I saw something Jokers. on Instagram that Gabrus had posted, and I was like, okay, I've heard that name before, but I didn't know mm-hmm. what Impractical Jokers was. Yeah, the, the name is bad. You know? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, it's okay. The show, I think, is it's hit and miss. For From me. The, the person who suggested a podcast be called Nudist Colony, uh, Impractical Jokers <laughs> is a bad title. <laughs> so, <laughs> game recognized game, you know? Uh, Ross, what do you have there? Who's that fella? Oh, this. Uh huh. Oh, it, it's a uh, yeah. So this is a this is the the prototype uh, of uh, the the original Boba Fett armor, um, which was like the Ralph McQuarrie design, which he would actually initially designed as one of the stormtroopers, but they decided to make it his own character and then decided to paint him obviously different colors. So, but this is the prototype version, the Black Series figure. Uh, which I've been wanting to get for a very long time, and I just got last week. And so, <laughs> forty-year-old nice. man showing off my toys on the internet. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean I'm a huge Mandalore fan. Not necessarily Mandalorian. I read, you know, uh, extended universe books, and so yeah, I oh, love the, the, I, the I Mandalorian love the armor, the, the the bounty hunter wars, and all that. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 and so yeah, I mean I've shown you Ross, I think, but I have a. Mandalore tattoo. Oh, cool. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah, that is fucking badass. That is so cool. Is he holding Chewbacca's head? Yep. Well, he's holding a Wookiee head. Oh, okay. It's not Boba Fett. It's a Mandalore (laughs) holding a Wookiee head. And I got the pet. were, like, prize game for a lot of, like, bounty hunters and hunters and stuff. They would... Boba Fett actually has a little braid that comes down if yeah. you notice on and it's supposed to be Wookiee hair but I think that was Legends and I think now they say it's like Padawan braids it, it was the uh, it was the chin hair from the lead singer from Mudvayne <laughs> he's, he's got like one of those long ass beard dreads the, the rat tail from the lead singer live <laughs> uh, but yeah no, I got, and I got the tattoo at a Star Wars convention in oh Florida. that's awesome and That's I was really entered cool. into their their tattoo competition. I did not win. <laughs> Wait, so you don't like the Mandalorian? No, I like the Mandalorian. I just oh, okay. I just want to differentiate the fact that I have a Mandalore tattoo. This isn't me jumping on like a Boba Fett wagon or a Mandalorian wagon. I already had a Mandalore tattoo. Before yeah. they made it, before, before it was Disney's cool. Stuff. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we all believe you. That makes sense. <laughs> Boba, Fett was, Boba Fett was like the hipster thing for like Star Wars for the longest time because it was like, oh, if you know about Boba Fett, because he was yeah. such a background nothing character that the only way, if you knew anything about Boba Fett, you had to go into like the comics or the novels or whatever. Um, so for the longest time, Boba Fett was just this kind of mystery that it was like more of like a deep lore thing for like real fans whatever and now there's like a whole fucking show called the mandalore it's it's really bizarre it's like the biggest star wars thing now is yeah mandalorian focused it's yeah 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 now i have this like poser tattoo (laughs) 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 where i was pretty niche you know 10 years ago Mm -hmm. yeah it's yeah yeah it's sad i mean it's cool (laughs) because we get good things now that like expand on it but it's sort of like comic books where it was like, mm. 
a, a niche little like thing that I used to get bullied for in high school and called the F word all the time about and made fun of and fage it. Yeah, fage it. Yeah, as Corin would say. And, and now it's like like sixteen year old girls that used to bully me and never give me the time of day. Like back in the day, are wearing like Spider Man and like Captain America shirts, and I'm like, mm-hmm. they have right. Baby Yoda backpacks, all that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bemoan people for liking things that are good, but mm-hmm. it still is. It's bizarre. It's bizarre to see something that I was so not ashamed of, but sort of like kind of protective of because it was like not my thing. But, you know, now it's like the biggest pop culture thing in the world, like both Star Wars and Marvel. And it's like those were two nerdy, like untouchable things back in like the 90s, at least. So Mm -hmm. whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Disney. (laughs) Yeah, and now fucking Disney owns both of them. It's mm-hmm. I'm depressed sometimes, guys. <laughs> well, they'll be around forever now. So as long know. as a good X Men movie comes out of it, out of this, I'm I'll, I'll I'll forgive a lot if if they can just make a good X Men movie and a good Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, Not I'll a chance. forgive oh, yeah. a lot of things. Same. So um, to answer your question, Star Trek, I like it. Uh, <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Good. I was still unclear, so thank you for circling back to that. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. Um, well, I guess we can start wrapping things up here. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll go around the table and uh, let you do your plugs. Eric, you got any social media plugs? You want to talk about your show? Nah. Okay. No, hey, uh, before before we actually do these plugs, I I didn't prepare anything to talk about on this show. No. But but there's there's there are several things that we I thought we'd actually just come across naturally that didn't come up. Um, yeah, obviously what we do in the chat is just great, but on Hulu or I think it's just Hulu only, only murders in the building. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've heard that's good. Season two just started. Season two just started. It's a great show. Same on on Hulu, but I think this is on FX. Um, it's about to start. Uh, there's this uh, Reservation Dogs. Oh yeah, that's really good. Comes back in August. Comes back in Reservation August. Dogs is great. It is a great show, and as a Native American, and uh, I think Brent, you look Native American a little bit. <laughs> I can't tell you're not as symmetrical as you used to be, but I'm not that kind of Indian. But I'll take it. You know, sure. <laughs> the yeah. bar that the uncle gets into a fight in is literally like two minutes from my parents' house. Oh, like they that's filmed the other thing. Yeah, oh, it's cool. filmed in Oklahoma, so it's great. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and we're all from Oklahoma. Yeah, so, my mom yeah. drove by and like took pictures. She's like, "Look, they're filming something at the ice house," and I was like, "Holy shit!" And then Whoa, like we're watching the it. ice house. Yeah, it was the ice house. Yeah, wow. and then I'm watching Reservation Dogs, and I'm like, "That's the fucking ice house." And and my okay. wife's like, "No, it's no way." I'm like, "No, that's the place that we pass every time we go to my parents' house." I swear to God. I start pulling up pictures, and sure enough, yeah, it was like the ice house, like wow. that's nice. right we down never, from my parents' house. We'd never been, but they opened it. Like, yes. Yeah, Shortly before we moved to Texas, so mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, Reservation Dogs is great. Um, Miss Marvel on Disney Plus, it's mm-hmm. a good show. Pretty good. It's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, you can have your problems with how they handled her powers or her origin or anything like that, but uh, it, wash all that away. It's actually a pretty good show. It's fun. So, yeah, I thought those would come up, and they're good shows. Watching. Have you seen the last episode? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you catch a little... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. I did, yeah. Yeah, that was cool. It, like, it does, it's not consistent with 
the comics, but I'm fine with it. You know, I, I, I don't have any qualms about her powers uh, because they're different than the comics as well. It's fine. Like yeah. they have the, the youthful energy of the comics. And yeah. that's uh, the most yeah. important thing to me. So and she's just great. It. Oh yeah, I can't. Remember, I can't remember her name, but she's fucking. She's funny and she's charming and she's she's great. Mm-hmm. She's really good. I was telling Eric like some of the lines that I think could like come across as like really corny. Like she delivers really well, so she like mm-hmm. pulls off what I think is sometimes not great writing. <laughs> yeah, she but she reminds me of show. Knives Chow from um, yeah. uh, oh, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim, where she kind of sometimes says something quiet. Like I, she's she's yeah. really she's really fucking good. So those are my plugs. Okay. Okay. So, so two things that Disney has a hand in. Okay. They need the yeah, money. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad <laughs> you didn't mention that. Uh, Rachel, do you have any social media plugs you want to throw out there? Um, no. I mean, I I post on Instagram, but it's really just pictures of my cats. But I have a lot of cats, so if you're into cats, I guess you can follow Sci-Fi Sapphire on Instagram. Okay. And we watch birds out the window, so I also post a lot of birds. Birds, birds cats, cats all uh-huh. will be photographed. Yeah. And you can sometimes be found on the True Criminals podcast. Sometimes. That's right. I was getting back to that. Tell us about the show. And that's you. It's not my show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, the True Criminals podcast, where we talk to regular people about the crimes they've committed. So, mm-hmm. everyday people that... You know, could be your friends, your neighbors, just the stuff that they've done that's been illegal and etc. Mm-hmm. We sometimes we get crazy people who have killed. <laughs> sometimes we get uh, people who have just like stolen from Walmart. But yeah, we did so, once have a guy who caught a pedophile twice. <laughs> what? <laughs> caught him twice. That was an interesting story. Yeah. yeah. Oh wait, no, I heard this. Yeah, that's right. Wait, which one was, was this? I don't think I heard that one. I'll listen to it. I'll find it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what he was called. Yeah, we don't num we don't number our episodes. You don't number your episodes. So just like hunt and peck. Yeah. Yeah. Just grab one and go. Yeah, and I'm sure Eric doesn't remember anyone's moniker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Could you hide their identity? Yeah. We hide the title. Yeah. 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 Keep it anonymous. Well said. And that's available wherever people listen to their podcasts, right? Uh, do you have a regular re- release date? Uh, we started to, but then I just got tired of that shit. So. Okay. So just subscribe. It'll show up when it needs to. But you, you've got a backlog of episodes that people can come through. Yeah, we have over 50 episodes out. And so there's, there's some shit. And okay. then, uh, every now and again, we don't even talk to people. We just gripe about some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or we talk about really cool stuff like no, Pretty Little Liars. We don't. Which mm-hmm. has a new series <laughs> coming out July 28th, Pretty Little Liars Original Sin on HBO Max. So check that out. Interesting. We, we gripe about really bad shows like Pretty Little Liars. I've never seen the show, but I did listen to your episode. <laughs> <laughs> did it make sense? Did you totally understand what was going on in the show? <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I yeah. enjoyed listening to it. It's a lot to unpack. Oh, this, this sounds fucking insane. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's an insane show. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ross, jumping over to you, do you have any social media links that you want to uh, throw out there? No, because all my shit's private, I think. Actually, Hell I think yeah. my Twitter, I think I did make my Twitter public. It's Beefer Sutherman. Um, <laughs> uh, if you want to go look at that, I don't mm-hmm. hardly ever do anything on Twitter because I don't. It just isn't a platform that appeals to me. Um, I am on Instagram as Rasta Primavera. 
Um, mm-hmm. I think that's public now as well. I think I did all that just so I could like promote the show because mm-hmm. I don't really like uh, sharing that much stuff with like the open public in case people, in case the government knows too much about <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's um, the name of your show? Yeah, let's th- tell us about the show. Oh, oh yeah, uh, 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 the New Disc Colony, the New Metal Discussion Podcast. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you nailed it. You're rating off. You're rating off the album art. Yeah. It's been so long since we recorded an episode that I forgot. Yeah. Been, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, uh, so what we're gonna do? We we did ten episodes. Um, Brent and I did ten episodes, and then Brent's life fell apart mm-hmm. at the seams. In many uh, ways. So we're yes. calling we're calling the first ten episodes the first season. Yeah. Uh, so we're taking a little break, um, but we're gonna be back. Uh, we're gonna be recording new episodes very soon, probably in the next week or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully those are gonna be out very soon, and uh, I think the next episode is going to be. Head PE. Mm-hmm. It's um, almost as if like my body was like, you don't want to, you don't want to talk about this album. What can we do to get you out of this? Yeah. If you're a Head <laughs> PE fan, don't listen to this one. <laughs> what? Uh, I love Head PE. I've seen it twice. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> you might want not want to listen to this. One. Uh, I'm sure he's a piece of shit. But. He's he's a he's an interesting guy. Um, mm-hmm. <coughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be coming back soon um, with a vengeance, mm-hmm. uh, the funniest fucking shit you've ever heard in your life. It's gonna be real good. Hopefully, <laughs> fingers I, crossed. I, yeah, <laughs> we just we just have to get in the same room to to record, and then then we'll be all yeah. set. But uh, once, that's once Brent disinfects his house, and I can come over again, I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah. we'll record again. Oh, we've been disinfecting. Don't worry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that's biweekly on Mondays, uh, beginning this upcoming Monday. Uh, we'll uh, we'll be back on schedule there. So we we've got some like a little special episodes here and there. Uh, hopefully in the works as well. So yeah, yeah. yeah right. We're gonna ha- we're gonna we're going to get uh, we're gonna need to get we're gonna start doing. Do, do we want to talk about that yet? We're gonna be doing uh, hidden tracks, mm-hmm. which are gonna be kind of like episodes that aren't centered around one specific album. Um, that are gonna be kind of just thrown sprinkled in wherever. Uh, we're gonna have guests on. We're gonna get Eric on, probably talking about corn and such. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the time your brother touched Chino's dick. I really want to know this story. Um, <laughs> I want to hear explicit details. So if you can get a hold of him and maybe even get like a physical sketch of it, you I would love. No, I already too. have a physical sketch of it. I had him do oh. that years ago. Oh good. Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, I would like that framed. This is Chino Marino <laughs> from the Deftones. The lead singer of the yes, Deftones yes, that you're yes. talking about. Okay. Yeah, yeah. we gotta um, we gotta unearth that scoop. Yeah, we're also gonna cover the. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do do a bunch of fun little uh, fun little things that aren't uh, maybe specifically new metal uh, it's centered, but adjacent mm-hmm. to yeah. to to that to to the thing. So, uh, uh, watch out for that, guys. <laughs> all right uh beyond that uh, i don't really have anything else to plug so uh all the the links to the show stuff is in uh the description of this episode you can find the links for everything they just said there as well um go get you some ltas merch Uh, if you have ever bought anything through t public they do this thing where they uh, have these like sales every like maybe once a quarter once every two months something like that so you can get some LTAS merch for cheap uh, don't worry we don't make any money off of it so that's great <laughs> it's a great business venture that's great there's like a passive income thing you know where it's like oh you, to make money while you're asleep is great we don't have that problem here so don't don't stress about us getting money about this uh, beyond that uh, do you guys have anything else before we leave um, I, I want to ask, Brent, did you give your wife COVID? 
No, no, she wow. remained unscathed. Yeah, crazy. Mm-hmm. She stays that far away from you, huh? <laughs> at all times. At all times. Yeah, we don't. We walk around with hula hoops strapped to our bodies just to <laughs> just to stay that far apart. Mm-hmm. I want to shout out the first law by Joe Abercrombie. It's a book that Brent knows a lot about. He's loved books. Um, read that book. It's a good book. Mm. I don't know if I can go <laughs> that. I, I may have had to censor that. <laughs> Sounds fine. like trouble. It's fair. All right. Uh, well, cool. Uh, that's all we have. So uh, we'll go ahead and sign out. Uh, how does how does he do this? My God, I don't know. Let's uh, talk later. Okay, <laughs> we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Uh, Let's talk about Steven. No. <laughs> I'll tell him we missed him. I will. I will. He'll he'll know. Like he's not gonna listen to this episode, but like I'll I'll tell him via text. <laughs> don't don't worry. Don't worry. But uh, yeah, we can go ahead and wrap it up here. We'll have another episode for you next week. I will be here. Uh, I'm going to be on vacation. Uh, I just need some time away. I, I need another <laughs> break. So uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm Brent. I'm Ross. I'm Ross. I'm Eric. I'm Rachel. And let's talk later. Get fucked. Get fucked. (laughs) Record? Tacos. Tacos. Wonderful. You're recording there as well? Okay, perfect. Hey, speaking of tacos, Uh kicking this this off hot here, uh, we bought some impossible ground beef. Um, my wife did, and she was like, I hear this is supposed to be just as good, and I'm, I'm skeptical because I like mm-hmm. meat. And we, we made tacos with it. Fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Nice. Seriously. Wait, have, have you not had Impossible Meat before? No. Really? You haven't had the Impossible Whopper? I haven't mm-hmm. tried it either. I, every oh time my I God, go it's to, fantastic. Like, I love a Whopper, but every time I go to Burger King, I'm like, why would I pay 50 cents less for a not a Whopper? <laughs> it's like... What? Yeah. Well, because you talk about how red meat gives you heartburn. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's good. <laughs> well, also, like, I mean, yeah, I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it's fine. But mm-hmm. like, I already know the thing that I like is there. <laughs> what? I just, yeah. So. so you're paying an extra fifty cents for heartburn, is what I'm to understand. <laughs> yes. I, okay. Does, does the impossible thing not give you heartburn? <laughs> no, like it, it doesn't give me heartburn. I don't. I don't think I really get heartburn though. So maybe it's maybe it's a me thing. But yeah. I like the Impossible Whopper. That's that's if I go to Burger King, that's what I get. You've lived a better life. So <laughs> I don't. I haven't been to Burger not King recently. In no joke, like twenty years. I have. I know BK's back. But I mm-hmm. have not been to BK in like. 20 Where are you years. getting your Mountain Dew? Yeah, same. I don't go. Anywhere. Where do I get my Mountain Dew? <laughs> uh, from the Dollar General store, dude. <laughs> yeah, he stays in stock. Like whenever he comes over to record Nudist Colony episodes, he he brings his Dew with him, and they're of several varieties. Oh, don't worry. The only one that you can get, or the only place you can get the Maui Burst, which is the pineapple Mountain Dew, is at the Dollar General. Ooh. And it's always a fun time in the Dollar General store. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can get Mountain Dew also at a Taco Bell. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. you can get Baja Blast. No, Although the Baja Blast is S tier, I guess is what the kids are saying now. Yeah. I believe so, yeah. Uh, I I had some of those Tall Boy Mountain Dew like alcohol cans or whatever. Ross, I, I showed you some. I like uh, bought a, a pack of those or whatever. I'd initially got a couple of like 
I, I think like I got four of the like tall ones or whatever. One of like each flavor. There's like a watermelon, uh, strawberry, regular Mountain Dew, and then uh, Baja Blast. And I noticed that when I would drink those, I would get about halfway through one of those cans, and I would get like an intense ass headache. <laughs> but but I don't like to I don't like to waste food or drink, so I was like, I guess I'll power through this, even though yeah. it's only making my headache worse. But there's something about alcohol mixed with that much sugar that just immediately gives me a headache. It's it was terrible. Matter of fact, the last time I had one, I, I uh, later that night I tested positive for COVID. So <laughs> are they related? That I don't know. Out. I mean, like I don't know. I believe it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So that was fun. Do you still have COVID? But, uh, no, actually, yesterday, uh, not to brag, but uh, I took a COVID test, probably my 11th or 12th test, and I finally tested negative for it. So Yay. I'm out of it. Uh, nice. I'm, I'm two weeks. It was literally two weeks out from testing positive for it. So I'm very, very much a rule follower uh, <laughs> in every regard. Yeah. Ross, have you had COVID? I have not. Okay. I have me, avoided the vid. Let me ask you this. Noid. And uh, Brett, you can respond as well. <laughs> do you not think, Thank you. Do you not think of people that have got COVID as like they did something gross? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Brent just said he drank that nasty fountain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, rectally. Rectally, though. I, I was trying to avoid, you know, anything that would get me sick. The colon is strong. I mean, it can I resist COVID. I don't. I don't wear a mask almost anywhere. You know, I go into public places all the time. You know, I just haven't gotten COVID. If I've gotten it, I didn't know I had it. Right. Yeah, it's possible I've had it and just didn't know it. I stay pretty. I. I I've been eating a lot like healthier and taking vitamins and doing things you're supposed to do like to be. Like live longer, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I think that's helped. I'm not like as sick. Mm-hmm. That, as you, that, 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 that weakens your immune system. You gotta, you gotta live like you're dying. <laughs> dying. <laughs> that's that's how. Yeah, that strengthens the immune system. One of my first uh-huh. jobs out of college was repairing cell phones, and I, I realized about six months in, I'm like. I'm coming into contact with every known germ, like, yeah. in the city, mm-hmm. like, constantly. Yeah. And I wasn't the best hand washer in the world. I think I just built up, like, a, some kind of super immunity back in the day that I just never got sick, despite the fact that I probably should have. Because, uh, you know, people would, like, hand you their phone and be like, yeah, it dropped it in water. It doesn't work anymore. Can you fix it? And you're sitting there looking at it. And you're like, uh, I don't know. Where, where'd you drop it? In the toilet. And you're like, <laughs> like why, why the yeah. fuck would you hand me a... T- Phone that you dropped in the toilet. I don't. Yeah. People are people are fucking gross. To be fair, they were using it to masturbate. So I mean, oh, it was course. right there. Yeah. I dropped yeah. my phone in the toilet one time. This is before they had smartphones. But I dropped my phone in the toilet, and then as soon as I wait, grabbed it, wait, what kind of what kind of phone was this? Like a rotary phone? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> this is right before that. This is like 2010. Okay. okay. Anyways, so like a yeah. Kia Sarah or something. It was like wait, they had they had cell phones in 2010. Uh, there was only the it's iPhone. I think, I think the iPhone was the only smartphone out. Anyways, okay. yeah, it was like a razor. I wasn't a razor really. I never had one of those. Oh, you were shaving. I was about to get real mad when you said it was a razor because I was like, I had a razor. Anyway, <laughs> just handed it back to you. I dropped my phone in the toilet. And okay. I immediately grabbed it out of the toilet, and I ran it immediately under the faucet. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart. Yeah. 
Did it work after that? <laughs> a couple days later, it started working again. Okay, all right. Did you throw it in a bag of rice? No, I did nothing. I ordered a new phone. <laughs> okay. But it started working before the new phone arrived. Okay. Don't ever throw phones in a bag of rice, FYI. Don't ever do that. That's where I keep my phone every night. <laughs> it's not good. just in case. It's for really Why? What? Uh, what does that do? Put it in rice, actually. Ruins your rice. Um, well, <laughs> so rice has uh, a lot of like small particulate in it. Um, so whenever you put it in there, that particulate can get in there, and uh, water itself doesn't actually damage electronics uh, unless there's a current running through it. So ideally, if you drop your phone somewhere, just power it off, or if you can, pop the battery out, and then wait for it to dry completely. Take it apart. Take a toothbrush with some alcohol, scrub it down, put it back together, and it'll work like perfectly new. Although new new modern cell phones uh, are almost all completely like water resistant, so it's really not an issue anymore. But <laughs> Yeah. Our, uh, we were at a, there's this place in Oklahoma called, what the, I don't remember, it's a waterfall place in Oklahoma. Oh, shit. I don't oh, know. Turner Falls? We were at Turner Falls in oh, Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. Don't make this cool. And yeah, we're, hand, we're going through these little waterfalls and man, like they're, they're fucking mossy as shit and slippery and like <laughs> our son fell down and dropped his phone in the water and I'm like get, get it, grab your phone grab your phone and he just I can't get up and he's just slipping and slipping <laughs> and so I, I walked all the way over to him I was not near him and it's been like a minute now he can't even get up but I wasn't worried about him. I was worried about his phone. Well, I mean, not worried about him, but he was in, like, a foot of water. Yeah. He's, like, 16 years old. He just keeps slipping. <laughs> so, like, he's fine. His head is up, you know. Yeah, he wasn't drowning. Yeah. I wasn't like, I don't know, our baby is drowning. It's like a Mr. Bean skit. He's just yeah, like, he just, like, keeps falling on his ass. Like, he'll get, like, halfway up and, like, slip on his ass again. The whole time I'm like, get your phone, get your phone. And I, like, start walking over there. I get over to him and don't help him up. I grab his phone. Yeah. <laughs> I reach under the water and grab his phone. And then, yeah, like uh, two minutes later, he powered his phone and it's fine. So. Yeah, most of them are, are pretty water resistant these days, which is good. So don't put them in a bag of rice, but no. like quinoa is okay. That's what I'm hearing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. Couscous. Mm-hmm. Also, if you Cous- grab okay. your phone yeah. in the toilet, then. Now it's okay to then immediately rinse it off. We're just, you know, wipe it down with some soapy water. <laughs> well, I'm hand sanitizer. Yeah, hand sanitizer. There you go. Alcohol. So you just dump some whiskey on it. Actually, that would work pretty well, yeah. No, okay, good. good. Hey, you know what? We're solving problems here today. And your phone will smell like man. <laughs> it smell like an sticky. Irishman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I think we can work with that. I think we can sync with... Uh, obviously, we have to sync with toilet phone. There's no better way <laughs> to sync on this episode than toilet phone. So we'll sync on three uh, with toilet phone. All right. We ready? <laughs> okay. Eric, moving not at all. <laughs> you don't need both of us. I was like, are, are they frozen? But I was like, no, I could see like the hatred in his eyes. I was like, no, he's just staring forward, yeah. All right, so we'll sync with toilet phone on three. One, two, three. Toilet, toilet phone. phone. Right. All right. Perfect. Perfect. L P A 